this computer. So this is the first time we are trying to get this bloody thing going. So um, yeah, I don't know whether the files that we that I, I'll be able, able to retrieve them or not. Probably, probably best, probably best not to. Yeah, fun. yeah, they were pretty poor. Um, so yeah, um, so there's loads of things I wanted to talk to you about, um, and and you know uh, your personal journey to become where you are, uh, both professionally and also as a person. So, um, what was it like being you growing up? <laughs> Is that what you're going to talk about? No. Well, yeah, because um, I it's think like that therapy, it's like a therapy session. This is exactly what it is. I'm, is that, I'm, what I, is that this, 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 the, this the lone wolf podcast is like? This is just, just one big guy is for me to play with people's brains. You're just going to um, be sessions on weird ideas. Well, I wouldn't have described you as that, but... Um, I'm just going off the description from your, from your podcast thing. Yeah, well, okay. Okay, fair enough. You got me on there. Do, do, do I say the word weirdos? I'm not sure. They didn't say weirdos. You, you used... Uh, Kooks. Yeah. I was your your copywriting skills are good. You're getting good. Well, um, yeah, maybe maybe you're one of the outliers. I see you as more of an outlier. So okay, that's not the way to bring it back. Uh, well, I if anyone can bring it back, it might be me. I was just trying to think. Okay, but, um, yeah. So uh, so how the hell did you get into being a fitness fit pro? You know, which is. Uh, what you are how, how did you how, does how, did, how do you get into doing what you're doing it's just uh, it's just uh i don't know it just was a thing that piqued my interest at the right time and just yeah sort of kind of rabbit hole were you interested in sports and stuff as a kid uh, yeah. i played i played sports as a kid um and like now knowing now what i know like it's always a thing isn't it retrospectively like i probably would have been a really good athlete at, at kind of any sport i'd turn my hand to right the right opportunity or the right coach in front of me at the right time you know mm-hmm. uh, so i used to play rugby but i used to go so you play rugby and i just play for the local rugby side uh, uh so you'd have training once a week and then you'd have a match on, on saturday or sunday Saturday. okay but as you know now as an adult how good can you get at something doing it one hour a week and then playing a game on the weekend not none but i used to go down um to the club about three times a week and I'd just do stuff. Right. I didn't I was like a kid. I was like 13, 14. I didn't even know what I was doing. Younger, right. 11, 11 even probably. Hmm. Um I'd just go down to the rugby pitch and I'd like run suicides and I'd try and jump up and grab the thing and I'd, whatever I'd, I'd do was jumping and bounding and sprinting, whatever I'd read in like rugby world magazine or something like that. When in actual hmm. fact what I should have been doing I was practicing the skills for the sport, you know. Specific have, drills, kind of thing. Yeah, I should have found something else that I could pass the ball with and kick, kick and catch, and right. that actually get you get better at the sport uh, rather than just doing um, work on edge. I was a kid, I didn't know what to do. I think also there is a slight, um, I mean, not generational thing, but like sports, certainly in this country, has become sports. Uh, it, it's like there's there's more sort of technology behind it. By that I mean there's more, you know, it's more scientifically approached 
you know, like structured coaching rather than, right, you lads, you know, you play a game of football and crack on kind of thing. I think everything's got that. It's just the power of the yeah. internet, right? It's yeah. just like knowledge, yeah. knowledge, knowledge in every every field is just going up exponentially, isn't it? Because, yeah. yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. You can, the, the knowledge on how to make a human more athletic is just like readily available and you just apply it to whatever sport you want to. So, so t- tell uh, me about what you're doing now, because you're, well, I, yeah, and also I'm interested to know, because you made a massive leap uh, from living in London, well, not, working in London, really, you had your own gym, and then you kind of sacked it off and moved to the other part of the um, country. Uh, Just, what, what was all that about? Yeah, that, that's not quite how it went down, but... Um, okay. <laughs> uh, well, I had a gym, Um I was living in London. I've always lived, grew up in London, around North London. I got uh, I got ill. And I couldn't work. Okay. So I couldn't make money. I couldn't pay bills. I couldn't mm-hmm. pay rent. I couldn't buy food for my family. Um, my wife's from the northeast. We assessed the situation and we realised that okay, how are we going to do this? We need to get the fuck out of London. It's so expensive. Mm-hmm. We moved to the northeast where we had some family ties and you know just made a smart choice we had some money and the money that we had we invested in the house um i recovered from the illness and yeah now we're here we're uh, we're thriving and getting ready for the next stage of the marshall takeover essentially <laughs> It was sounds just, a little, just a little setback, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, grand scheme of things, is what it's like a couple of years. It's going to be a fight. It's the, so we're no, not that you're interested in my uh, the long term plans for my family. But so, so my youngest son is in primary school here. Okay, he's, he's in year two. Mm-hmm. So this will be the end of the year. We're going to year three in September. Yeah, when he when he finishes um, primary school, we'll see, we'll see him through primary school because we can't. You, know, you can move the kids out. Of, it's a bit traumatic, isn't it? I think. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's no rush. So it's what four years, five years. Yeah, well, five years of education. Yeah, standard. Yeah. Uh, until he finishes primary school, and then we'll, and then um, we'll do something else. We'll be out of here, and we'll be somewhere else. Oh right, okay. That sounds like. You mean abroad, right? Uh, we haven't made a decision. Like, it's a few years away. So that's that, a yes. Well, the, the, I mean, what, what's keeping you here? What, how's, it, who, me? How's, how, how's the weather for you? Look out the window. It's actually blue sky and a bit of sun. But um, well, no, it's a bit cloudy, but um, it is bright. The weather's just changed recently. But I, I get what you're saying. Um, uh, our mutual friend Ali uh he um i massively rate as a human being also yeah so he he basically went i've had enough of this and he's he's obviously up sticks and he's gone and he, i think he's in estepona or somewhere like that um and uh yeah he said i got sick of looking out my house and seeing like using you know doing dealing drugs out right outside his doorstep and it's that kind of catch-22 situation I, I, isn't it I, I, obviously it wasn't planned and it's what we just did because we thought it was the best thing for us at the time but the 
just the moving, moving out of London and moving up here has just opened my eyes and my mind to, okay, like, why have you, why, why have, I don't need to, to like set my, what's the right way to say it, my, my roots. Get your roots down, yeah. Yeah, I can be, I can be anywhere. I can just yeah. be anywhere. And I can be, in, I can be anywhere for like chunks of time. Like why, why like, okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an Englishman. I live in England and I spend my whole of my life in England. That's just because by chance I was born here. I can be anywhere. Um, and for, like, we, like we just discussed for the next three, four years, I'm going to be in the Northeast of England. And for mm. the next five years, I could be somewhere else. And, mm. Mm. So um, you're definitely going somewhere sunny then. Well, I mean, no, you are. You just we're, don't. We're, we're, we're going to go somewhere. We haven't really discussed it. We're going to go somewhere that's. It doesn't. What's the point of coming back down towards London? What's the point? What's there? What's there for me? So. So we 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 were looking at moving, and um, we've got this house that it might go through, it might not go through, but it's it's. I mean, it's it's like the next town up, and but it's this it's a really high point, so you can see all over London. It's it's, it's a really nice location, really close to the forest and stuff like that. And so it might not go through. I don't know. But um, so my wife, you know, we've been looking around. You just as you, I've been attached to that part of the world. Is it like do you feel like you need to be in that part of the world? For me, I like I like it because it's closer to the forest, and I've got a real affinity with the forest, which I sick forests in like Croatia. Well, absolutely. Um, yeah, I've, I've been. I've got lost in a in a forest. One of the last few forests um, in the in Europe that have still got wolves in, and I got lost in there. And uh, I remember I had like a Snickers bar, and uh, and I was like, right, I've got to make this last. And I'd start eating it within the first ten minutes. And I just, <laughs> you know, like, you know, the wolves are going to take me. And then I've just found a bus stop. And people said, no, you need to go back that way. I was like, oh, it, was, it was fine. But, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. But, but how, how would you make me fair with the wolves? Would you just succumb or would you fight? I'd, I'd have to join their tribe. Join them? No, that's not an option. Why not? They're not, not going to come to you and go, Alan, do you want to join our tribe? They're either going to try and eat you or you're going to have to defeat them. That's, I'd, that's, that's I'd, I'd urinate and hopefully they would, I don't know what I'm. I don't know where I'm going with this. I, yeah, no. Well, I'm. Yeah. Um, I would like to think I'd, I'd have some affinity for them, but if they did attack me, then obviously, what am I going to sure, do? I'm pretty sure the wolves don't give a fuck about you, mate. No, no, they're probably not. You but you can stick a, stick a picture of a wolf on your t-shirt and call yourself yeah. a lone wolf. But I think the actual wolves don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, I don't think that. Well, they certainly give a shit about each other, but they don't. I think if you're outside that circle, you're kind of. You're dead yeah. to them, right? Um, hey. So how? What, so yeah. I, in that case, yeah, I'd probably have to try and defend myself. You would, you would, you would. I think about this often about fighting animals. Have you, ever, you never thought about fighting animals all the time, all the time. Yeah. I fought a few animals in my time as well. Yeah, I attacked. I attacked a German Shepherd uh, about a year dog, ago. Dogs, not a, that's not a that's not a proper test. I don't think this was a big. This is this is um, six foot on its hind legs. Yeah, like if you've got dogs, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't really feel threatened by dogs. No, I don't. I don't really. Which is probably why I attacked it. <laughs> well, no, he was. It was. He was trying to bite my son's face. So, um, you know, it's like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that only I should be able to do. And uh, that was great. so. What was your? That's something that. So your reaction would have been something that was like deep inside you, right? Something was. Uh, oh, I just dived at him. 
yeah. I just dived at him and sunk my sunk my uh, my nails into him and and Do you remember what's going to be your mind at the time. Yeah, I'm going to fucking kill you, pretty yeah. much. You know, which I love dogs, so that's a weird thing to sort of uh, to have going through your mind. But um, but yeah, it was very much like you're not doing that to one of mine. You know, only I can do that. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Only I can bite my son's face. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't think I've ever bitten his face. No. No, I definitely haven't bitten his face. Yeah, that's a safeguarding issue. Yeah, if I, if I say yes to that, but no, I haven't. Um, yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, no, he got he got he got jumped by a by a by a bloody Alsatian, and it was bloody massive. It was like taller than him standing up, and he was he must have been fourteen at the time. So I just sort of like launched myself in, but yeah. Um, you're not that mobile though, a dog. If you get like behind it or on the side, get it on its side, it's not a particularly mobile animal, is it? No, I mean, I, I sort of wonder. Strange. You start to wonder whether you could apply any kind of jujitsu to, you know, you've got Mata de Leon or whatever, you know, like the, the lion killing, you know, basically a name of a triangle. You just sort of think, well, I wouldn't like to be underneath <laughs> a lion, really, or a wolf or a massive dog. I'd want to be trying to be behind it. You know, like or to the side of it at least, but but I yeah. Think when you get into like you understand fighting, right? When you get into a fight, it's mm. not about necessarily the uh, the physicality of the animal. Is you like if it's it's like uh, if you can bring fear you, into it, make it submit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's you know you see you see that a lot, don't you? With uh, with like uh, what's his name? You know, the dog whisperer guy. You know, a lot of the time it's not his necessarily it's physicality, it's the way he structures himself and holds himself and stuff like that. Almost like posture and stuff has got a lot to do with it. Have you heard the story about Eugene Sandow wrestling in a line? No. So I think it's quite a famous story. So he was um you know who Eugene Sandow is, right? Well I do, but other people may not. He's a, he's a famous strongman, like from nineteen hundreds. Curly moustache, all that. Yeah, like quite well quite like kind of the most revered strongman in history, I suppose. Mm. Probably only because he was the one around when there were like photographs and stuff. I'm sure there were people before him. But uh, yeah, so one of the things he was going to do was on a, he was on a wrestler lion as a part of his show. Uh, so they got a lion and he practiced. So he rehearsed before. It's like he wrestled the he wrestled the. I think they, they might. I think they. Mm-hmm. How do you practice it? that logistics? That, come on, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'd, I'd have to read the story again to be sure, but they, they, I'm pretty sure that it was clawed, and it probably had a muzzle on. Maybe it didn't have a muzzle. Oh, on. so they they cut its uh, cut its claws off so he couldn't scratch it. Intensively, yeah. Um, but basically, the, so the story goes that they, he did the rehearsal and he wrestled the lion and made the lion submit, so that when the show started, the lion wouldn't wrestle him. It just came out and cowered. Doesn't show. sound like much of a show, but yeah, I get, I get. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, that's the idea, right? Because in in the in the mind of the in the mind of the animal, it's been defeated. Or it's not going to it's not going to put on a show for you. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't care. He's like, I don't care about your show. I don't care about care about care about the ticket sales, bums and seats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Paul on. Yeah, it's not that's not that's not very fair. I think to some degree because. The 1900s, though, like you know, what the they didn't really care services and things used to that was a horrendous business, right? Yeah, no, that's not that's not not pleasant, but um, 
yeah, that's like, well, let's drug it as well. You know, I mean, it fights because, you know, lions aren't really big wrestlers, are they? They're more like... The point of the story is that a strong man who's probably got some experience in wrestling um, was able to beat a lion. But I think that if it was, if it was, uh, hadn't been declawed, he might, he might still beat the lion, but he'd probably bleed to death at the end, wouldn't he? The lion would have bit his face off, man. Did you ever see? Have you ever seen that film? It's really good. It's called Grizzly Man. I like to. Yeah, I know, but that was just the. Do you think that man understood what could happen to him? I don't know. <laughs> no, I. I don't know what. Bears yeah, I, are, think, I think a bear's a different thing to a. Yeah, I mean, a lion's pretty dangerous, isn't it? Well, bears are pretty bloody dangerous as well. I mean, oh, bear, who, bear, who would you oh, trust, bear. a bear or a lion? Neither, but a bear's massive. I mean, that's a whole other thing. You get a lion, you get a lion that can be like the same sort of size as a man. But yeah. a bear, they can be the size of like a car, basically. Yeah. Bear's a different thing. Yeah. Uh, but hey, this, uh, we're going down another rabbit hole. We keep going yeah, but I don't mind rabbit holes though. Um, so anyway, so uh, we, we you were saying about so you, you think about traveling and and that you're there. So so how are you? Oh, yeah, um, it, just, it just makes you realize that you don't really have to, your your roots aren't settled anywhere. You know? Yeah, like I wasn't I wasn't planning on moving, and then when we moved, I was like, oh okay, you can move around, and it's not a big deal. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's not really a big deal. It's so funny when you get a shift in mindset. I I know. I know exactly what you mean, really, um, that you, it's like you live with this sort of rigid sort of, not rigid, but like a fixed mindset in one particular context. And you think, well, this is the way for me. And then all of a sudden life happens to you and then you have to adapt. I'm, I'm, a, huge, I'm then, a huge growth mindset thing. That's yeah. my whole, that's my I don't want to preach or anything, but that's just my own my ethos, my own head. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Well, the idea of a growth mindset is just basically yeah. you're capable of anything, right? Absolutely. Yeah. As long as you just apply yourself. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I don't know whether you're going to go. The first conversation we had that got cut off, you were saying about how you, like the evolution of how you got to this point, you know, the, yeah. the lone wolf. Yeah, and it was the fight is mine, and you're like, oh, it's not really, I'm not really feeling this anymore, oh, for whatever reason, and it moved to something else. Um, yeah, I've lost my train of thought. Yeah, well, quite, yeah, uh, with growth mindsets. A growth mindset is like, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not fixed. I'm not fixed on anything, on any one idea or anything. Any, everything can change at any moment, right? And like, mm. we've we've learned anything in the last two years. That that's 100. percent I'm right. <laughs> Do you think it's um people are going to come out of this mentally stronger i suppose some people might but probably not is overall probably not yeah i think overall it's probably been really bad for the yeah for people i think uh for me i was kind of hoping i was hoping that like this should this should bring out the entrepreneurial spirit in everybody i'd love to see britain like I just don't think it is. People people are too slaves. They're too like yeah, coward, aren't they? Down at well, like It's easy. It's easy, isn't it? I can I can just give up my time for some money and hmm. and I can go home and eat chips and watch Netflix. I think part of that is it, it's tough if you're if you've got a job, if you've got a job and you work for somebody, 
I think it's more difficult. I think it's it's easier to sort of make a shift from I work for myself, I'll go and try something else that might be brand new because that's still you kind of working for yourself yeah, rather than... The mindset isn't that I, I work for myself. It's like I just need to... I need resources. Mm. It's, not, it's not even like I work for you or I work for myself. It's just I need resources, right? Mm. Um, I, yeah. know that, I know that at some point today I'm going to have to eat. Where's that food going to come from? Yeah. And I need a roof over my head. I don't need mm. a roof, but I like a roof over my head. Mm. Uh, I want to better cook my food on the oven. Mm. So I need to pay for gas and electricity. So I need resources. But I'm not willing to trade 40 hours of my time every week for a wage. So I need to come up with those resources myself. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think that's a particularly common mindset, though, sadly. You think? I don't think so. I think people just don't realize. Yeah, oh yeah, I agree. With you. Yeah, so they've got yeah. the potential for it, but I don't. I don't think that they. Uh, you know, I think they're just uh, a lot of people are just like, well, I've got a job, got to keep the they're, job. They're the, so it's the convey, it's the what the treadmill of life. The yeah, of life. yeah. You got the uh, this is this is the, the it starts with the education system, right? Yeah, and and, and also yeah, but it, it, it's also like matter expands to fill the void. So these people who let's say I don't know, let's say they've got fifty grand, hundred grand a year, whatever. Their their resource their resources are going to be filled up by stuff. They're going to buy stuff. They're going to have a house that's a certain size. They're going to have a lifestyle. They're going to maybe get a second car, get a third holidays, and then it's like once they've you know habituated to that, acclimatized to that, then it's like shit. I need to maintain that. Yeah, but again, it's the it's coming. It's the it's the education system. Like it's it's a it's a false way of thinking. Like yeah. Um, you're getting money and spending money, so then you need to get wait until you get the next bit of money. Like, yes, yeah. you're supposed to use money. Like, yeah, that's how rich people use money. You make, you get some money and you invest that money, so the money's a tool that makes more money. If you get your, if you get, if you get a wage on like the first of the month, and then you spend all your money at the end of the month, you got the money. That's the dumbest shit ever. Yeah, I'm gonna get in the summer. I'm gonna be in the summer heat for this. Um, that's good, though, man. You're supposed to. Like, you're supposed to like take money and then use that money to make more money. Mm. So that at the end of the month, you haven't spent any money. So if you're, let's just take for example, like basic, real, real basic economics. You just like mm. read, read one blog or a book on economics and understanding. Mm. Um, say for instance, you earn like a thousand pounds. Invest mm. that thousand pounds. By the end of the month, you'll have like, if you're smart, I couldn't invest, you have two thousand pounds. Mm. Pay your bills. You pay your bills with an extra thousand pounds, and you've still got your thousand pounds at the end of the day. I don't need to go back and get more money from someone else. Like my money makes money. So why why aren't we being taught that then? Because they want you. <laughs> this is, they. Because they want you to be a cog in the wheel, bro. They want yeah. you to be a cog in the wheel. Yeah. Do you believe so, that? Wolf podcast. Why are you asking me this? Well, because you're a lone wolf, man. So I'm asking you for to you know. To, pre- I don't know. So the whole idea of it, I don't like. I don't need to rely on someone else to yeah. provide, provide for me. I'm a fucking yeah. lone wolf. Yeah. If you, yeah. Like, if, you, if you, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want. I, I, I don't want to rent anymore on this. I don't want to rent. No, I'm, you need to rent more on I'll, this. I'll, I'll, this I'll, is why I'll, you're here. People, I insult too many people. Well, you know, I mean. The good thing about you is that that when you sp- because because you uh, 
I think the word is laconic and um which me which I I and I could be wrong if there's any historians please correct me write me on this but I, from what I understand there was this laconia um and it was like whether a Greek island or something like that and the Romans uh like well are like, well, we gonna overtake that or some some you know like it's a conquering conquering is that's pretty much all I research conquering shit just conquer, conquer. I'm like a I feel like I've like in this uh, lockdown. Yeah, um, I've had to like ring a few people and speak to them and say like I think I'm going a bit crazy. Like all I want to do is conquer everything. I think um, like I'm so into like the Mongol Empire and the Persian Empire and all that shit. I love that shit so much. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, the, like the, the like so the Mongols they would just go to the next tribe. They start, it started off you go like along to the next tribe. Mm. And you just go in there and are you with us or not? Yeah. Are you with us or not? And if you're not with us, we're gonna kill you. Yeah. That's it. And if I you're mean, not you choose. And if you're if you're useful if you're useful, can you like speak another language or can you like make weapons or can you read maps or can you write? Mm -hmm. Then you can contribute to our society. Uh, excellent. If you're just like what are you if you're useless to us, we're gonna mm -hmm. kill you. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. I, I love that shit. I love that shit. Um, That's do or die to, stuff, isn't it? That's... We have to conform to 21st century laws these days. So, um, you know, again, I don't want to talk too much about killing people. Well, you know, so you, you, we, we've talked about killing animals and uh, killing people. <laughs> you um, kill animals for a reason. Like, and that was, I was giving an example of, of one person in history who fought a lion. Uh, yeah. I'm sure there's many people with great history who have fought lions. Uh, well, yeah, but you were trying to get me to say I wanted to kill wolves. The, well, you, if you were, you said you were lost in the woods. If you were lost in the woods and the wolves approached you, you were like, "I'll just join their tribe." You're not going to. That's not one of your. Come options. to me, my jungle uh, friends. I've, come on, I'm, you're, you're either you're either dinner or um, you. I have to scare them off. Um, at some point, there's going to be some form of combat, which you're either going to win or you're going to lose. You don't really have a lot of options. Yeah, you're either dinner or you end up wearing their pelt. Um, yeah. Yes. But yeah. Um. So, but the uh, the the whole thing about conquering. We're talking about conquering shit. Yeah. 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 And about Laconia. Apparently, the Romans sent this uh, sent a messenger boy saying, "If we if we uh, you know beat you, you know we're going to ransack, we're going to rape your women and burn your villages, and if we do this, and and apparently the the, the Laconia." that they just responded with the word if and they just sent that back while the messenger it's like psych oh there's but, so many badass things like that that uh, yeah. messengers throughout history yeah like they send their they send messenger and they, the message they get back is badass fuck. I, so I always I, th I always thought that was really really interesting that there was still communication because you think from a primal level you think got a messenger right kill him that's it and i'm sure many messengers were like oh is it going to be a good day or a bad day you today? You kill the messenger, then your message doesn't get back to whoever sent the messenger. Yeah, yeah, but it's like what at one at some you point there must off. have, but that at some point must have been part of the unspoken or spoken treaty. Like you don't kill the messengers. I'm a messenger. You know, it's like in um, was it in three hundred? It's like you know, you can't kill me. I'm the messenger. I'm like, well, guess what? <laughs> We don't play well with others. That's um, another crazy thing. And the 300 thing is like a revered moment in history, right? When yeah. in reality, 
In reality, what happened was the Persians came along, they killed them all and put their heads on spikes. Right. Right. It was like, oh, 300 of the Spartans are so amazing. No, they just got fucking smashed. They got smashed, yeah. They got fucking smashed and the Persians just went on and just like conquered tons of Greece. Yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, it was a good, I quite, quite like the film though. I thought that was a good film. I'm, uh, I'm not into, yeah, I don't really watch a lot of television or films or anything. I have seen no film. But you do a lot of reading, don't you? You're a, you're uh, a voracious reader. I read, I read, I read. I'm sure there's mm. people that read more. Yeah. But so how many, how many books are you, are you slinging a month? Oh, not that many. Not that, I, I, I usually have a, I have like some easy reading stuff on the go, a couple of books on the go all the time. Like mm. I'll sit and read in the toilet when I'll sit and read mm. board. I've got like a proper book that I'll read until it's done. I don't have a timeline on it and then I have an audio book on the go at the same time. So I'm right. like four books. But yeah, so you're juggling sort of three or four. That's pretty decent though. I, I can only seem to do one at a time. Just, I they're, all, really... they're all kind of different topics. Yeah. But like how many TV shows can you watch? Uh one okay. usually yeah i'm just not interested in it otherwise i'm really not interested in television yeah i don't i don't mind some no i like some there's some good shows and stuff but but yeah i i i, I uh, my family they've just gone through uh cobra kai which i haven't watched but i i sort of absorbed via osmosis while i was working on the computer in the next room and i'm like oh they absolutely loved it but you know, and I feel like a real party pooper because uh, I sort of came in, put my hands on my hips, and sort of said, "That's not what real violence looks like." <laughs> it's not even. It's not even that. It's just like uh, so. You know, this again. This is just like the evolution of entertainment, I suppose, isn't it? Like, yeah. Because a movie used to be ninety minutes, and then it's two hours, and then you get three-hour movies, and now you've got Netflix. So, like, an entertainment thing, a show, is now like four seasons or whatever. It's like. Mm. How many hours? Is that? Forty hours. Yeah. You want, me, you want me to give up forty hours of my life? Yeah. And watch some entertainment. I don't get it. To me. Well, it's like the Game of Thrones thing. I mean, each episode was. I'm sure it was. I, watched, a, I, I did watch Game of Thrones. I was like, because um, that's got a lot of conquering in it. So they hooked you in. But also, I, I mean, I, I resisted it for a long time, but it was such a big pop culture thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that you're missing out. You're like, I, I didn't get what was going like everything, all the memes and all of the. You can yeah. just shut yourself off from it, I suppose. But I just, I, succ I succumb, I succumb to the pop culture. And I watched, I watched Game of Thrones. Did you but, like uh, it? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I enjoyed the process of going through and following the story, but I don't really want to invest my time in another one. No show. It's too easy. It's too easy to get sucked into them. I think. Yeah, I just don't watch. I, 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 don't, I don't judge people that do it. It's just, uh, it's just not. I don't enjoy it. So, so on a day-to-day -day basis, like, what's, what are you doing? Sort of, because uh, you're, you're connected up with the gym up there. Have you got your own space, or are you, are you like I'm working out in the gym? Practice of building my own space here, so you can't see because the camera's fixed. But I've got a three by three mat. I've got okay. Is that an outbuilding or is that in your house? No, this is in my house. Okay. Bro, when you move out of London, you can buy... Space, a, yo. I've got a three-story Victorian house. Really? Like 10-foot ceilings, like uh, 
we won't talk numbers, but I bet my mortgage is about half of whatever you oh. want. Um, yeah, I bet. At least, at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, you know, you know when you go driving around, um, like, uh, what's the really posh part of London called now? Uh, Hampstead, like, Hampstead. Yeah, yeah, oh, God, yeah, yeah, West Ham. Oh, big houses like that. I live yeah. in a house like that. I live wow. in, like, a, what in London would be a six million pound house. That's um, crazy. Uh, trust me, I didn't pay six million pounds for it. So I've got a massive room. I've got a massive room in my house. Yeah. That was that was a, a dining room that no one ever used, and it ended up mm. just being a room that my wife just it was relentlessly piling. Yeah, piling. with stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I just cleared it out and uh, I turned it into it's going to be like a studio for my kind of online work. Mm. Before you move. Yeah, but that's, I've got I've got a feel I've got a feel with a space for four years, haven't I? So yeah. in four years time, everything can just get taken up and put in a van and take. Yeah. Away. So you're building a gym, and I'm building. I'm, I mean, this is it's kind of a necessity from the way the world is right now, and I actually quite enjoy it. So, uh, I pretty much as soon as the first lockdown happened, obviously I didn't foresee any of this, but um, again. Like we spoke about before, and you need resources. So yeah. one of my ways, one of my ways of making um, some money was to teach people how to exercise. Which you know, we won't get into what I really think of that. Such but, a uh, weird. You're you're so weird. That's what I like about you. You're so weird. Like who says to teach people how to exercise? It's you always seem to come from this. I remember you. You really taught me that strength was a skill, and it's like it? you, you see them all as it's not like oh losing fat or you know getting strong or cutting up or whatever. You're like you, you're like really seem to come from that standpoint of it's the acquisition and the progression and the building of a skill, yeah. which I really like that. Like learning how to exercise is so weird. It is. I mean, I personally think it's very weird as myself, um, but. People paying you money for it, so I'll yeah, yeah, it's awesome, yeah, amazing. Um, yeah, and it was one of the ways that I I, I, I create some income. So mm. I shifted all of that online, mm. and over the last what has it been eighteen months, I've had to become more and more efficient at it. Right, and I'm I'm sick of filming videos of myself trying to teach people how to do stuff in my hallway. So I've just basically, like I said, I just turned this I had this room and I've turned this room into a studio now. Yeah. And it, but now the, we've, just been, we've just been told it's so we're recording this. It's the twenty third of February. Mm. Yesterday was announced that supposedly the world's going to open up again on the twelfth of June. Like pretty much the full lockdown will be over. Yeah. Um, but it means that I don't need to go into somebody else's gym and pay them a fee so that I can use their gym once again. I am completely self reliant. Mm. So That's decent, need, isn't it? Yeah. So that's that's the that's the simple thought process to me. There's not much more into it than that. It's re it's 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 kind of streamlined so so much, hasn't it? I mean, I know obviously there's been a staggering amount of of you know human life that's been lost, and um, you know, and and I don't wish to devalue that at all because I know you know people that have really suffered and it's been horrible for people, and at the same time, there have been sort of I don't want to say you know, quantum leaps or big jumps in, but there's been some real sort of 
restructuring of how we sort of function. Do you know what? It's so weird because before this kicked off, I mean, I, my sort of journey of kind of like running started a sort of December, October, maybe, no, no, it must have been sort of November, December of last year. So it's pre-lockdown. Plodding away through the forest and stuff. And it's like, the minute bloody lockdown started to happen, that people were threatened with losing their liberty. Oh my God, the bloody forest has never been so busy. Never been so busy. And it's made me think we've really become much more of an outdoorsy kind of type of people. It's, it's really weird. And then at the same time... Give it 12 months and see if they still it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? But I think that... Well... I think that the numbers will drop, but I don't think they'll drop to how low that they were before in the same way that I think that, that some businesses that have got some, some degree of savvy are going to go, do you know what? Well, you know, instead of spending a hundred grand a year, you know, with this office here, we can, we can have a, we can move further out and have a satellite office that maybe people come into. Oh, I, think, I, think the I think the corporate world would be completely restructured. Completely mm. restructured. Mm. Um, I think the, the uh, two hours outdoors is the new 10,000 steps, right? Mm, yeah, 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 it really is, yeah. But I think it's I think it's great, really. I mean, uh, you know, well, apart from when I'm running downhill and it's like I have to start coughing and spitting to other than shout, get out of my way, because, like, I'm trying to run downhill and get a bit of, get of speed downhill just to kind of push me. Yeah, well, do like, 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 like glory in the slow, in the, who's in the slow lane. And you try and pull in on the on the um, you know the slip road. You try and pull in the yeah. slip road. They ain't yeah. slowing down. They ain't slowing no, down. they can't. They can't. So it's like you know, if I so, and all I, I have to Alan coming down. Pack on. All I have to do is change my arm swing from across to like this, and then that's it. Then it's like the momentum starts. You know, and it, with a downhill and a, you know prevailing wind, and then I start to build up and. And I was going down a hill the other day, uh, Sunday, and I was going down and it was like, it's dry. It's really nice sort of like gravel and it's dry. And then halfway down, it gets really wet. And it's like, I had to kind of like do this weird tiptoey thing where I'm trying to lean back and tiptoe. So I don't just, cause I couldn't just plow through. I just would have started to snowball and stuff, but, but it's interesting sort of going downhill and, you know, just hoping people, <clears throat> you know, if I can cough and <clears throat> make some grunting noises and stuff. Um, but they'll like just get like, out of uh, my way. If you had a bike, you just have a ding ding, wouldn't you? you need yeah. It needs to be like a runner's version of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got horn. Could you have like a? Could you have like a? Where you have you could have something hanging off your? Could you have a honk honk or something on your hat? I, I look Look, you're trying to goad me into looking even more ridiculous than I look when no, I'm running anyway. I'm trying to come up. So I'm a solutions guy. Mate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, equally when I'm going up a hill, you know, that's when I'm probably naturally making more noise and I'm huffing and puffing and people that are walking up and I'm like, I'm not even making any ground to these two people that are walking up. This is so annoying. And eventually, you know, I'm huffing and puffing. I'm trying to desperately overtake them at my slightly faster than walking speed kind of like pace. And they'll, they'll move to the side. They'll move to the side. And I'm like, thanks for that. And I'm like, Trying to go past, like you put real pressure on me now. Well, I was, you know, just watch this space, and it's like, like 
you know, it's just like it takes like about 30 seconds to walk past them. And then I think, right, now I have to try and compete. I mean, I actually use it in a positive way because I think, right, now Sounds I have like to... you're worrying about your, what you're thinking about what they're thinking too much. Well, yeah, but for, for, for me, I use it as a little bit of motivation. So I'm like, now I have to make sure I don't... Because I remember, I'm sure there was one guy and I was going so slow and I overtook him and then he he was walking and he's like, he overtook me. And I think it became this kind of like like pissing contest. You know, it's quite funny, really. Um, but they uh, they never found his body, so that was uh, that <laughs> yeah. was fun. But it was, it was a great ending, you know. He, um, yeah. So, um, so uh, are you like your focus? You're working with athletes at the moment. Uh, is it is it primarily fight gyms, or was it like? Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, the majority of my work is gen gen pop, general population. Okay. Um, and is that the online program kind of uh, stuff that that? That's available yeah, just on, on, online online coaching. I don't really uh, I don't really do programs. Okay. Uh, it's like an I don't know. It's like an organic thing from whenever it starts. It just it's, yeah, it just grows into whatever it needs to be. So the person. So the people prefer it. that, or do they not like a program, or how does that work? Um, I just never offer them a program. <laughs> if they want okay. a program, the thing is, anyone who's been in the fitness industry for six months can write you a program, right? Right. Yeah, that's just an Excel spreadsheet, right? Yeah, if you like, the reason you would come to somebody who had twenty years' experience in like coaching physical attributes mm. Mm. be because you're interested in the in something a bit deeper, aren't you? Right? Yeah. Um, so they would come to me. This is what I want to do. And I'd be like, "Cool, let's do it." And it's like just a process from there. So what I do is I do it's uh, twelve months. So I okay. Take, I take people on in January. I don't take anyone else on for the rest of the year. Really? Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm like I've got my my like client allocation for the year is yeah is I'm I'm like topped out, and I work with these people for twelve months, and then I'll start to I'll take more people on in what January 2022. Mm -hmm. and I'll do some kind of but so this time because the first time I did it, I had to do like a marketing campaign. I uh, bet you love that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was an interesting it was interesting because it was like a, it's again it's a skill, isn't it? It's a, yes. a skill that you have to learn. Yeah, um, and it was. I mean, you can go back and look at it from, from what you can see when I started it mm -hmm. to when I finished it, mm -hmm. um, and it worked. I got what I wanted out of it, but mm -hmm. I don't think I'll need to do that again next year because I'll just work on referrals from there. Okay. Yeah. So once you've got a body of clients, and I suppose the people that you're working with are going to say well this guy's good you know um I'm, I'm, very, I'm very very confident that if um these people which they have done because they did it they, they're, they're gonna give me 12 months mm. get them what they want mm. I'm, I'm more than confident that in 12 months that i can do that mm. Mm. so are you covering stuff like uh nutrition and you know diet and all that kind of stuff or or is it like only about the physical everything to, do, everything to do with health and fitness? Yeah. And, health and, fitness. and obviously a huge part of that is, is diet. Mm. Um, I don't give people a diet. Mm. What I would do is I would, uh, like, say, for instance, it was you. Mm. Um, careful. Don't be. I would set up a, like a. Zero carb. A virtual food diary. So like, for instance, we had set up a WhatsApp feed where you just record. With, like, this is like real simple stuff that people just don't don't do like mm -hmm. if you're if you want to make improvements in yourself 
but you're not monitoring what you're doing. It's, like, it's, it's just luck and chance, what, isn't it? What you do. Yeah. Um, the first thing we do is monitor your diet. I'm not going to tell you what to eat. Mm. And the, the problem with um, like inexperienced nutritionists or wherever it would be, would be like, they, they will just go, this is what you want to do. Okay, you want to lose weight. Here's mm. how you're supposed to eat from now on. Mm. And it never works, right? No. Because it's so different from how you used to eat. Yeah, so, of course, yeah. So what I do is I'll, I'll monitor how you eat probably for a month. And we'll just focus on one, we'll change one thing. Yeah. We'll just change, we'll just change one thing. Mm. We'll, we'll improve one thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and once you've got that and it's habitual and we mm. haven't got to worry about it, change something else. That's why it's a, like a, a, the, the 12 month process is perfect for me. Because mm. mm. uh, the mistake most people make when they come on like a fitness journey is they underestimate how long it's going to take them. Oh, I'm going yeah. to get in 12 weeks. No, you're fucking not. <laughs> um, no, you're not. It's like uh, you want something you can. I want my clients, I'm going to teach them and I'm going to give them all of everything they need to sustain that for a lifetime. Yeah. I don't want them. I don't want them. I don't, I don't take on clients that want to get in shape for the summer. That's not, I'm not interested in that. Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, really? there's no interest. There's no interest in that. You, you, can, you can literally find a million other people that can do that for you. Yeah, like, for sure. I'm not interested. I don't want mm. them. Um, yeah, I want a, I want a, I want a project that, is interesting to me. It's got to be interesting to me. Otherwise, what's the point? Mm, interesting. So you're I'm, kind of, you're, 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 like, I'm not going to just take on people for the sake of taking on people. Like I want to lose weight. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. And mm. if there's anything that's a bit, that's a bit interesting to me, um, then we'll, then we'll work together. But if you just want to lose weight, then it's like eat less and do more stuff. Yeah. Okay. You don't, you don't need to pay me. You don't need to pay me for a year to, to for me to figure that. Yeah. Well, I suppose that's. I'll give you that for information for free. That that's that that's the difference between operating from. Um, that sounds so cheesy, but like a poverty mindset and an abundance mindset, and I've and I've done sort of both. You know, I've done where. You know, one where oh, you know, God, just I remember somebody. In, this is this. God. So I'd probably been in practice a couple, a couple of years and, and somebody, this uh, really, I mean, lovely looking girl, she sort of approached me and she sort of said, uh, I want you to make me look younger. Like, okay, right, well, what do you mean kind of thing? And um, she said, what, oh, service I, I, what service were you offering? So it's hypnotherapy, you know, that kind of stuff. So, so uh, she, this is kind of in your head, right? She wants to... Well, so this is what I thought, right? This you is, so, so I said, well, what do you mean? You know, what, what you want to feel younger? She said, no, I want, uh, I want you to make me younger. And I was like, what will actually make you look younger? Uh, and she said, yeah. And so I said, what, using hypnotherapy and hypnosis and that kind of stuff? She said, yeah. You should have just like subleased. Uh, you should have got a plastic surgeon. Yeah. Find out what his fees were, and then subleased him to her and made some money. So I said, "You, you know, you know that's kind of impossible. You know, it's not really realistic. You do know that, don't you?" She goes, "Yeah, yeah, I know." But I just want you to do it anyway. 
just wanted to give you a t- take my money. Uh, yeah, and I was just like, right, what's that? Oh, you know, it's, that's, oh, so I like made sure that she understood, you know, this, oh, you know, this, you know, it might make you feel, it'll make you feel different, but it's probably not going to make you look different, which is interesting. I'm going in, to, I'm going to kind of criticize myself because what I've noticed is that when, when you get people in a hypnotic state, in a trance state, in a meditative state, they look differently. And I know there's going to be confirmation bias coming from me because mm-hmm. I've, I've got a level of attunement towards that state, but I swear people look different when they're in that because maybe because it's like the whole skin is flaccid and smooth and you know that there's this whole um well strip stress like where you wear it don't you? yeah 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 that's right yeah um but anyway so back to this so well, you know i did the hypnosis and stuff we did this oh god you know and it was like i really felt like no you know i you know i, I did give her caveats you know i said like you know it's, it's, it's not gonna work kind of thing it's she goes, yeah, I know, but I just want you to do it anyway. Okay, so did it. I said, you know, what kind of suggestions do you want me to give? You know, because I can kind of, because my my response would be, I'll make you feel, you're going to feel younger, you know, all that kind of like kind of stuff. Um, you know, you're going to feel good, you're vitality. And she goes, no, I want you to, you know, like that I'm going to look younger. So, oh, great. And, uh, and you know, and I'm, I'm quite diligent about following up, you know, big giving support and follow up is a big part of what I do. And uh, and this is one person who was just like I really didn't want to get in touch with them um, to to do the follow up. I, I was sort of cringing, but she was quite happy. She goes, "Well, yeah, now I feel a bit different and uh, I look a bit younger." And I just thought, well, "Okay." I mean, it's, it's like you, I think we'll probably you, the the two spaces we're in probably cross over in effect. You get you get a lot of people who just they don't really know what they want, right? Right. Um, I want to lose weight. Do you? Yeah. Then why are you overweight? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, uh, it's the, I Biscuits. mean, you probably got some, you probably got some better, but if it, then you know that. So you need to just come up with a strategy to, mm. to, that, so that's not a problem anymore. Mm. Don't buy biscuits. Um, yeah, don't have them in the house, I suppose. Yeah. But, uh, Yeah, you have, I don't know, you probably have much better systems to this than me. I just do the five whys mm. and just you just delve deeper into like mm. the reason you want it. Mm. Just keep going, why, why? I do why five times. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 I got that, yeah. 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 So I go five whys deep and then um, find out what's going on. It seems to work for me. Yeah. But I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure I'd be interested maybe not on here because you'll be giving away your secrets. But um, I don't really, I honestly, I, I, just, I don't have any secrets. I find five whys works really well. So any, the, yeah, a lot of people just don't know what they want to do. They don't know what they want to do. So like, for instance, I want to lose weight. Why? Because it'll make me feel better. Why? Mm. Like so that once you get about two or three deep, you have people have to rethink. Mm. And people aren't. There, 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 there's this really interesting, um, there's this really interesting sort of technique. It's, I mean, it's promote, it's, it's uh, initially, as my understanding is, it it sort of comes out of um, NLP kind of stuff, but it's like a parts integration. And so, so in short, like you'll get you'll get the person to like if there's conflict within the person, you know, one of you wants to eat cakes, the other one wants you to be fit. 
and you actually, you, you know, you have, you go, right, okay, so I want you to put on this hand, you know, uh, the part of you that wants to eat cakes. So you go, right. And then you'll start creating a sensory overlap, right? Feel the weight of that person, you know, like, like how do they feel in your hand? What feels heavy? Now, the negative is always the, the heavy one, always. Well, I don't know, up to this point, you know, 12 years in, you know, so yeah, you know, yeah, I feel the, the weight. And then you put in this end, like the part of you that wants to be fit. And, and so then, then you sort of, you go, right, well, what does this part think of this part? Well, this part hates that part. And that part, you know, is like confused, doesn't understand that part. And you'll do this kind of negotiation. It's quite an interesting thing, um, especially how sometimes it can turn out, um, which I'll explain in a minute. But the questioning is, uh, so you'll say, right, what does, you know, you know, like, what do you want? I, I want to eat cake, you know. And, you know, the questioning is kind of like, what's what's that going to give you that you don't already have? Freedom. And what happens is what you find a lot of the time is that you'll go up the chain of like the questioning is like, well, OK, say you've got freedom. What that gives you that you haven't already got? Sense of peace. Right? And you'll go up this chain and there'll always be this quite nearly always there'll be this positive intention. And so what happens is you draw these two conflicting parts like to the point that you can see oh they both want freedom and this weird thing happens sometimes last couple of times sometimes it doesn't happen but quite often you'll see this you'll actually see this happen and i'll say what's happening and they'll go my hands are going together i'm like huh well, what does that mean i don't know it's just like and it's like it's it's like this a somatic playing out of an understanding that actually they both want the same thing, and then you you know you do a whole spiel about you know you bring that come back together and bring that inside and kind of like almost like a trusting your unconscious that you you may be may be able to find a way to resolve the the resolution. You know it's interesting, but it's it's like that whole thing of like you know why and what's that going to do for you? Why why and once you've got that why why why? And I think that's it's it's such a simple thing but it it's forcing people to think isn't it forcing people to think to yeah, dig. People, people just don't think it's like you know like glad you said that yeah people just aren't good at thinking you know, yeah they don't want to generalize but yeah. yeah well i think um the, the food food thing like a few years ago i was quite i found this quite interesting you know the the, the Problem that most people have with food mm. is just the way that they were raised. That's all oh, people, sure. Um, you know, it was oh, you're not, you're feeling sad. Let's get an ice cream. You yeah. did what you did well at school today. Let's get an yeah. ice cream. Yeah. Like it's people used food as a <clears throat> for comfort, and you've also got to think about where we are in the in history, right? Mm. So our parents were probably the first generation of people who had food in abundance. Yeah, absolutely. Their, yeah, their, their parents didn't. They were probably on rations, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so our parents brought us up like, oh, you've got so much food. Like, like it's a, this is incredible. Like, we're going to make sure that our children. We want to give our kids the best. Right? We're going to give our kids everything we didn't have, and we're just going to feed you and feed you and feed you. And you're feeling sad. We'll buy you an ice cream, whatever. Mm. Um, and now you've got a generation, a few generations in, who are all fucked. <laughs> because of that um 
there's yeah. the, well, it's like there's this it's there has to be necessity there has to be like a requirement there has to be almost like and i was talking with this uh this i don't know names but like a high-end kind of somebody has had some very very difficult things to that he's dealt with in his life and um that hardship is it's actually given him such resilience such ability because now he's not in hardship he's able to cherish and really appreciate something which is we will sort of take for granted you know and i was sort of saying that you know when, when i went to thailand i came back from thailand after sleeping in a hut i'm like turning on a tap it's hot water that comes out of it. It's like black magic. It's like magic that this, um, that water, hot water comes out of a tap. And it's just like, sometimes you need to have a bit of, and I know David Goggins talks about this, doesn't he? He's like, you know, you need that hardship to kind of like to grow your appreciation muscle as well. Um, to, to have, so there's got to be those contrasts within your life. Um, and if there isn't, there isn't some hardships, then, there's going to be some sort of impact later down the line, maybe, maybe through, you know, like so, soft, lit, you know, it's like, uh, in, um, in Wally, I love the film. And, uh, I, I, have you seen, have you seen Wally in the film, you know, with the little robot, it's like um, a Pixar thing. Is that where they have all the people that like float around in chairs? And yeah, 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 yeah. Cause it's just like, that's like 10 years in, you know, it's like, it's like they're floating motability scooters. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, they're just like people that have just got so fat. And is this like, you know, like they do the um, the captain has to get up and walk f five paces to press a button, and it's like, duh, duh, duh. and he's like, da -da. you know, it's like his little bones of the sort of like just turned into sort of the retracted to be like three inches little little sticks, and it, the rest of him is turned into a tub of goo. But yeah, so I think I think hardship is a, is a necessity i think that it's it can be overdone um but i think it's it well it's like you know if you slept all day it wouldn't it wouldn't do you any good probably unless you were recovering from an illness um but it's about balance and it's like that whole thing about balance yeah, which is balance, balance is the thing balance is the thing that's saying about people can i eat the cake and i want it like you can eat a cake just yeah like don't be addicted to cake have you have you uh, looked at uh, any of the work of uh, Ray Cronice? He's uh, this guy. He was, I think, he originally came. He's a scientist, and he sort of came into um, uh, not fame, but uh, uh, Tim Ferriss uh, was uh, featured him in in I think the Four Hour Work Week when he was or the Four Hour Body or something like that. And he does he's, he's done lots of um, work on sort of thermogenics and you know. Uh, you know like cold and, and all that kind of stuff um and uh and he's you know he's gone on to sort of create his own i suppose not diet but, but you know it's basically plant foods uh you know and stuff like that and you know and it, and he's like he doesn't he won't outlaw anything but it's like it's the it's the it's going back it's like a renaissance you know it's where he says like you know on your birthday have birthday cake because it's your birthday so it's like his phrase is rare and appropriate well, it's the thing, it's like you're celebrating, right? So we celebrate yeah. with poison. Yeah. yeah, but you don't celebrate all year round. You know, that's that's not appropriate. And um, 
So this is one of the things about food is like there is the made food nowadays that tastes amazing, right? Mm. It tastes amazing. It's probably mm. after a few eat loads of it. Um, but it, people don't, it's, it's an addiction. Oh, for sure. We're addicted to that sensation in your mouth. Mm. But it's not spoken about as an addiction. It's mm. not um, like people will frown upon like drug addicts or mm. alcoholics or mm. but like they'll sit there eating like chocolate eclairs, like oh, judging, judging someone else. Yeah. Um, like that's an addiction. Like like your like food is fuel, right? Mm. It's there for a reason. It's supposed mm. to just like sustain your body. Mm. If if every time you eat, you're eating for pleasure, mm. that's an addiction. You're mm. addicted, you're addicted to that pleasure. Um, like it's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to be every meal you eat is a gourmet meal. Mm. No, every meal, the major, like not even eighty percent, like ninety ninety five percent of the times you eat, you're just eating. To fuel your brain and your body and all that, the, uh, it, it, the sensation a, sensation is like there's something completely different. That's a different thing. Yeah, yeah. Only, only, only associate eating with like pleasure, then your whole mindset around nutrition is completely wrong. It, it, it's so fascinating you say that because I've just thought of a friend of mine, um, Edwin. I don't know. He probably won't listen to this, but but Edwin, um, we used to mock him because he we, like let's say we're at school canteen or college canteen or whatever he would get a plate of food and you know probably a, the same kind of level of wealth as anyone else and he would get like a, 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 a plate of food and it would just be like two ladles of sweet corn layers of rice r- rice beans sweet corn it was just like and it was like we'd like mock him saying oh, oh god he eats he eats he eats for function, you know, and uh, and he's he's very much like that, you know. It's like, and if you've looked, you know, because I sort of read read some of the books around diet and stuff, and it is definitely a mindset where, like, you know, people will eat more for function rather than, you know, like always. Oh, it's it's a party in my mouth, you know, that kind of that kind of thing. And I thought that it's actually quite in, quite interesting, you know. And I think that there's, I think probably we're talking about balance. There's probably. Um, something to be said for that you know maybe let's say if you're going to eat two meals a day then make one of them not hardship but make one of them bland so that you know maybe you can enjoy the other one just just don't overpack it it's about finding that balance do you know what i mean yeah yeah, i think that that even that you're like it's people overthink it you're overthinking oh sorry if i eat two meals i'll use this meal now like um what you need to get good at is like listening to your body. Yeah. That's a skill. That's a skill for everything else. Um, but how do you learn that though? Pay attention. But how over, do you do over, that? Over, over again. Your people, because you're so, everything's so external, isn't it? Like there's so many, so much stimulus everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're not paying attention. So this, this is like my, okay, so this is one of the things we spoke about. You asked me for what, what am I into? I'm into like, mm. I'm into like self-mastery. Mm. Where, where I am at the moment. Um, so I'm a bit of an introvert, but that's powerful for me because mm. I am, like have a really good understanding of myself, my emotions mm. and my body. Uh, 
and um, but it's a skill to get better at. It. So the, where, 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 where do we start this from? Food. So um, yeah, I can. I know. I know. You've got to recognize when you're actually hungry and not bored. Mm. Different mm. things. Two different things. Wanting to eat and needing to eat. Two different mm. things. Um, and and like everything, like everything in life, there's a, there's an amount of discipline, right? If you just like, if you have no discipline, then you're just like fucked. You're basically fucked. Yeah, you're just um, a savage, basically. Yeah, you're basically fucked. If you have no discipline. Um, yeah, it's a skill. You need to. You need to. You need to like. Your body tells you everything you need to know. Mm. It tells you everything you need to know if you listen and you learn how to listen. And um, so I'm about to turn forty. I've had this body for forty years. Congratulations! I'm very aware of what my body needs. It's mm. take, you know, um, but most people don't pay attention. They don't pay attention to what their body needs. They're mm. more focused on the next season of Cobra Kai, right? Yeah, well, so they, not they for me, but yeah. And then what they do is they'll bitch a man. They got a bad back and a sore hip, and um, they're overweight. Yeah, your, your body, the the, the, the the that pain that your body's that signal your body's sending mm. your mind mm. that something wrong with your back. You need to pay attention to that. Mm. That's your body trying to tell you, "Yo, there's something mm. wrong with me. Can you mm. come and help me do something?" And you're like, "Oh no, just give me some." I'll, I'll take painkillers. I'll just take some painkillers and keep doing what I'm doing. It makes mm. my back better. Mm. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just take medication that allows me to continue to do the thing that's causing the problem in the first place. Mm. Um, so people just don't, you just block it out and people don't pay attention to their body. I remember uh, seeing a, a thing. Oh, there's a bit of research somewhere. Oh gosh, I can't remember. I'm sure with a bit of internet digging, you could probably find it. But they're saying that physiologically, cocaine versus oreos that physiologically your brain fire your body brain system whatever finds oreos more addictive in nature than cocaine now you're, you know you're a bit like, you're, like you said with no, with no discipline your body's lazy right yeah just like, it just needs uh, calories it doesn't yeah. it doesn't it doesn't your body, your your body doesn't doesn't know the difference between a like a a calorie from an Oreo and a calorie from a steak. No, or a that's right. Yeah, calorie, calorie, like it's just a calorie, right? And this yeah. thing gives me lots of calories really, really quickly, and I can process it really, really quickly. And then you have a crash, hmm. um, and then you just sit around and watch what's Cobra Kai. Um, hmm. You're gonna piss off so many Cobra Kai people. You're going to say, uh, basically, you're saying they're all fat, Oreo-eating slobs. That's what you're saying. It depends on what you want. So this is, this is I kind of keep going in. Anyway. anyway. Um, no, go on. No, no, go on. Go, go, go for that. That was good. What was that? It depends on what you, on what you, on what you want. Right? It depends on how, uh, and again, the more you kind of pay attention and know yourself and focus on your body and your mind. Yeah. You start to become aware that so this, with this, this isn't me. This is just my body. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Me, you can whatever label you want to put on it. My mm. spirit or my conscious mm. or this or whatever that is. Mm. That's me. This is mm. just the vessel that I'm passing through for the next hundred years, right? Mm. Why would I? Why would I want this vessel to be sharp? Mm. Why would I not want this vessel to be the optimal? 
Mm. Wild, wild, like I would want it to be slow, sick, fat, mm. like useless. Why would I want that vessel for my, for for me mm. to be like that? Why would I want that? Mm. It's like getting your car and just trashing it and keep treating like shit and filling mm. your car up and fucking McDonald's packets and like uh, just kicking the crap out of all the of the bodywork all the time and like why would you do that? It's dumb. But some people do it though, don't they? Uh, Lots of people do it. Lots of people do it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't. To, to me, like my vessel that I'm passing through mm. this life in, like I mm. want, I want it to be mm. well-oiled machine. I don't need it to be the best at anything. I don't want to be the strongest or the fastest or the. I don't. I don't need it to be a specialist. I don't need this. I, as soon as you get to like a level where you're like specialising in something, it's at the detriment of something else, right? Um, right. I want it just to be able capable of doing anything i ask it to do so they call it general preparedness or yeah just at any moment any moment if you were like oh, do you want to come on do you want to join me for one of my runs um i don't train for that like you do but yeah i can come along it's not a problem yeah. um like i don't have to, i don't have to prepare myself for it. i can just do it hmm. and i'll get i'll get more so i'll get i'll get more saw from it the next day than you will because you've done it before you're more accustomed to it but you still got the capability though yeah i've still got the capability of doing it but yeah. that's just like a one example but like it like why would i yeah i just don't it makes no sense to me why you would want your body to be less than optimal mm. why not why it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense so, <clears throat> and, and, and like, and again, it's like one of the things we spoke about in the first part of the conversation is mm. that, like, I recognize processes. I'm mean, like, it's not that I recognize processes, I've just seen processes so many times that I understand the process. Um, so, so, so when you said, um, Andrew, when you said, um, oh gosh, what did you say? You, you were saying, uh, oh my god, it's gone out of my head. What are you saying? You're saying, God damn it! I can't even remember it. I have to cut this out because I'm fucking my brain. Too. But it, it, yeah, so, so yeah, what you were saying, you were saying about, about the, there's a separation in my mind between my consciousness and my physical body. Uh, yeah. Oh God damn it! I can't. I, it's it's completely gone. Um, but yeah, it it was something along the lines of uh, that that uh, yeah. So um. What you said was, um, you know, when you're saying that your, your your body's a vessel, and it's like, like the classic thing that you said to me, and you, well, you said to me several times, and I remember when I first started to hear you say that, it used to make me groan, um, and uh, and I'll tell you why. Um, so it's just like when. <laughs> And when, when I was uh, doing martial arts like karate, I mean, I probably would have been a you know, teenager, late teenager, and somebody says, you know, so I'm this guy and I'm, you know, I'm doing my karate, sport karate, and somebody says, use your reach. I don't know what that means, man. It's, it's, it, so it's like where you're saying, like, stop overthinking. You've got somebody who's like at the beginning of their journey and they're like, let's say when I first started talking to you, I was like, right, okay, I need to, Get strong i want to get strong and, da, 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 and like you're you're going you're overthinking and it's like 
how do I not overthink? Like, so what's the first step that, that you would, you know, that you would take or advice that you would give people to go, how do you stop overthinking with regards to the outcome of say some physical endeavor or skill acquisition? Like what's the structure of that? What's the first thing? What's an actionable step that anyone watching, listening to this podcast can go, okay, right. You, you work backwards from, from the goal, right? So what is it? Okay. What's the goal? What do you want? Okay. So let's say you want to do a, I don't know, let's just say, I'm going to say uh, one, one, one that, that's on, on my list, which is, let's say the fan dance. So it's a 15 miles, you, you know, I've got, I'll have to carry 35 pounds plus water on my back, uh, wear boots, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, so that's that would be my goal. That would be my end goal. You run 15 miles carrying, what, 20 kilos, 40 kilos? No, less than that. So 35 pounds, which I think is about, 35 pounds is what, about 17 kilos or something? Less than 20 kilos. So you've got to do, George, so you're, so you're, if you're trying to just like distill it down to make it simple, you're trying to run, you, you want to be able to run 15 miles carrying uh, 20 kilos. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What, what's your current capability? What can you do now? Um, well, I can, I can do the distance. Uh, well, I mean, I could, I, no, I could do that. I could complete it, but um, one of the, one of the, what's the goal? Well, well, the the goal is to to have the best performance that I could possibly have, because I I think because one of the things is the one of the prerequisites of it is is like any any of the 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 faculty any of the staff people who are running the event they can just pull you at any given time and they don't need to explain why they're pulling you if they you know if you're like if you were just like it's like come on you are. You know, theoretically, because so I suppose it's it's to be able to do that in the best possible time, given I'm me. You know what I'm saying? So that's just that's that's just one. If that's that's just one, um, one that's goal. A, that, that like that that like setting as a goal is uh, not specific enough, right? You just so you, you you want to be able to run 15 miles with 20 kilos better so yeah i mean i i'd probably drill down and get 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 something like something on times and you know go i'd go like well, what's the what's the maximum amount of time that that you know it it's ever been completed in and like come back from there and you know say 15 minutes and if i could do that then and etc etc so um but yeah so so i suppose for anyone for anyone listening like what would be the first thing that they could do towards you know, not overthinking things that when they've got that energy, they've got that enthusiasm that they, you know, like, like I came to you with when we were doing, you know, doing some weights work and so, you know, they've got that. And so they can't, it's like, how can they not overthink? Like, what do you get them to do? Just do make, one thing? Or? Make a plan. Follow, right. Follow the plan. Okay. Okay. Simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah. Like, uh, one, one thing I was, I tried to do, and I tried to say to people, was like, imagine, like, what's the most efficient, uh, um, what's the word? What's the most efficient, like, not company or <sighs> what organizational structure yeah. or something? Like that. What's the most efficient organization in the world? It's the military, right? Oh, yeah. 
pretty much, pretty much. Mm. Um, like, so whatever it is you're trying to do, how would the military go back? Mm. Mm. Yeah. How they did it? How they how they sort it out? They'd find out all the details. They'd like, yeah, just efficiency, efficiency. Yeah. Like no wasted time. No wasted time. Like if that's actually your goal, I want to do this. Mm. Everything, everything you like. So this is different than doing gen pop stuff. And you're working with like athletes or like mm. sporting mm. and things like that. It's slightly different because you're, if you really want to do it, every single decision you make, that's the first question you ask. Yeah. So I want to be a world champion. Yeah. Is this, is this plate of food going to make me a world champion? Is yeah, this, yeah, is this yeah. bedtime gonna make you a world champion? Is this uh, is this is this drink gonna make you a world champion? Mm. Is this like everything? Everything that's your whole if that's your goal, like every that's the question you ask with every decision you make. Mm. You can't be quite as strict with like general population people because you know it's not really like uh, it's not do or die or it's not as important as an Olympic gold like you dedicate your whole life to it. Or so how do you work with them then? With, um, do you have to like feel like you have to sort of dial, uh, pull yourself back in? Do you have to sort of dial it down a bit, or do you do you not want yeah, to just big, go? Just, 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 just. You can't. It's different. It's different. Tra training athletes is easy. Anyone like the all the coaches, like, yeah. I just I just train athletes and like look at the results I get. It's easy to get results with athletes because you just tell them to do something, they do it. Yeah, it's yeah. not hard. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's not a hard job. Training athletes is not a hard job. Right. Um, training like training like forty nine year old um, like housewife who's got you know forty nine years of bad habits. That's Sedentary. Difficult. Yeah. That's a difficult job. That's a much more difficult task. Yeah. Um, but training a fucking savage who just wants to be more of a savage. Do this again. Do exactly what you just did it's again. Not, yeah. Not a, it's not even really a job. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, quite um, pleasurable, I would have thought. Well, it's, it's, it, I think that's why a lot of young coaches would do it because it's like it feels rewarding, right? Because you mm. feel like you're doing a good job, but it's not. Mm. When the, the more experience you get, the more you realise that it's not hard. It's very, very easy. You get you get like a really motivated young guy who's like wants to who want who wants to achieve. Mm. It's very easy. It's not a difficult thing. It's more about um, directing the person. Yeah, and gen, gen, Gen pop is just like uh, it's the it's the process thing. It's the, under, the mm -hmm. understanding the process, and you're just trying to simplify it, simplify it for them. Take it, take it back to most people. Most people, it's just moving. It's just but obviously the diet. The diet's a really big thing, which we've already spoke mm -hmm. about. Sure, but um, outside of that, it's moving. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be anything like you've got to start learning how to do Olympic lifting. Mm. Um, like how well do you walk? How efficient is your walking? Mm. Most people don't know how to walk. Have you ever been taught how to walk? Mm. Or have you uh, like most like how many people that do you see running? Like running is a popular thing, right? People go mm. run. I look at people running and think, oh, every step you're just closer to every step, one step closer to injury. Here we really? go. Yeah. Uh, people just like you they don't. Have have efficient movement, don't use their bodies well, and your body and the bodies are amazing because your body will adapt. Mm. But um, it can only take so much stress, right? Mm. I remember one of the when you moved to that studio that was 
just think what it's in my head as well because um so the other thing is people want to do the sexy stuff right people want to do black black belt stuff before they can do white belt stuff yeah so they want to do they want to go to the gym they want to go yeah. to the gym so this is one of the big one of my things that um again of like a lot of fitness people trainers and stuff is they're gonna put, they'll put a bar on your back right mm. so you <laughs> Because you're going to put a weight on someone's spine mm-hmm. that doesn't even that can't even move properly yet. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like how many, how many, how easy, how easy is it for like say for instance we're talking about somebody in your in your age range, right? Mm-hmm. And you're you've been doing sports your whole life and you're active in that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. so how you're very aware of other people your own age? How um, how easy can they just get on the floor and get off the floor again? Not well, not easily. Everybody who's listened to this, if you just think about like your parents or your grandparents, how easily, how easily can they just get on the floor, lay down and just get up again? Yeah. You're yeah. going to put a weight on their spine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't get me started. Don't well, get me yeah. started. Well, you see those, the, the, the gym fails, don't you? And somebody, I remember seeing one, some... Well, it's the, the thing. The thing. The problem. The, one of the biggest problems in the fitness industry. The majority of the people who work in the fitness industry are in their twenties. They have right. no idea what a four-year-old body feels like, or a seventy-year-old body feels like. Or yeah. They're, they're just like, oh well, I can, I can run around all day and do whatever the fuck I want and never get tired. So mm. I'm just assuming that everybody else is like that. Mm. I, I've done that. Uh, I'm sure you've done that, especially like in the fighting days. Like you know, and yeah. and and you've been you've been into martial arts rooms mm. where there's a whole bunch of savages in there and you're maybe 45 and you're like, I can't do that. I can't do mm. what they're doing. I can't mm. try. You're going to, you always come back training tomorrow. Mm. Nah, I'm probably going to take about four days to recover from this. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different, the journey changes, doesn't it? Yeah. So I, I think with gen, general population people, it's like, you need to strip your right back. Mm. Like, l- like learn to breathe learn to stand learn to walk and go from there you'll be surprised how many how much you'll get out of those things learning how to breathe learning to stand with good posture and learning to like locomotion basic locomotion walking like uh, how much thought process do you like do you understand how your foot strikes the floor mm. do you understand how what your body's the mechanics you're supposed to go through to propel yourself forward I very much doubt it, um, but you're going to put a bar on your back. You're going to put a weight on your spine. That's a tough sell, though, isn't it, for people? Because if people, people are so used to, and I think, uh, you know, one, I, I have a theory that... Um, but people don't want to go through the process. Right. Like, it's technology, because we live in the digital age. It's like, you press a button, bing, the light comes on. and yeah. And people think that, well, we must be like that as well, but it's, it doesn't seem to work like that. It doesn't seem to work like that. Yeah, you have to understand processes. You have to understand processes. Yeah, uh, and you have to start. You have to be honest with yourself about where you are, and you have to start at the beginning. Do you ever set clients? Do I have a sorry? Do you ever sack clients, clients, or or yeah. do you usually? I suppose now you've got quite a good filtering process that you won't take them on. Unless you're sure they're gonna, is it? Well, you never know. It's Twelve months can be a long time, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, but uh, like 
I haven't done it many times. I've probably done it maybe three times in 20 mm. years. But I will, I'll definitely sacrifice. Because you've always, like, a client's a walk and talk and billboard for you. Sure. You've got a client that just, like, it looks like, like, I mean, if the, if it's the health and fitness industry, right, you've got a client who you've been working with for two years mm. and they're not listening to anything you're saying, mm. then, you know, if I, I, I'll, I'll give it a long time. Like, I'll try, I won't give up on you. Yeah. I'll keep trying, but there comes a point where you're just you're your own worst enemy. Mm. And it comes down to that they must not understand process or for some well, reason they haven't taken to process the process. There's a big there's a big gap between understanding and execution. There's a gap for sure. You can understand, yeah. you can understand what it is you need to do, but can you do it? It's a different thing. It's a different what thing. what's in between those two things? Um between understanding courage. and I think it's application, isn't it? It can't well, be anything not, else. It's uh, it's the courage to fail. Hmm. It's the courage to fail. Hmm. I, uh, I don't want to start because what if I fail? Yeah, but you have to fail. That's part of the process. But he, yeah, that's a real, that's a really uh, tough sell, isn't it? But you don't understand processes. Yeah, like, like we're going to go for twelve months of uh, well, we're going to go for a twelve month process, and we're going to spend three months failing. Right. People don't want to hear that. <laughs> well, the thing is, don't put that in your marketing literature. No, no, no. It's not, that's not what it will be. Because it'll be so. What, what you'll do at the beginning is so simple. Yeah. Uh, the um, like, I'm sure you have this as well when you have clients. Like the, the, the kind of feedback you get in the first sort of three months is ridiculous. They're just like, wow. Mm. Like that's what happens, isn't it? They're like, I, my, my, I've never. Like, even people that have been, I've got like ten years of training under the belt. I've got, a, I've got a client at the moment who like texts me every week. He's like, never felt so fit and strong. I'm like, mm. it's been a month. <laughs> it's mm. only been a month. Um, yeah, when I have that in in therapy or coaching class, I'm like, slow down, horse. You know that kind of thing. Just like, well, just settle down. And I've got like, oh, it's life changing or this and that. I mean, not every client, obviously, um, but uh, you know. You, what I want is to have people go for the low hanging fruits. So, yeah. um, you know, just make something that's easy to integrate. And it's, I want the, them it's, to, 80, it's the 80, 20 rule, isn't it? You're going to yeah. get, what are you going to get the most out of? You're not going to get, you just go and start lifting weights. Is that going to get you more long-term than like mm. eating well and learning how to walk and breathe? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, sleep, man, is such an important thing. Last week, I, I didn't, I was having late nights. I was being such an idiot. Um, I'm, oh, God. Uh, and then I had a, then what I. punishes you for that, right? I, don't talk to me because then Saturday night we had friends around. So we had late night. So it's maybe one of, I'm such an idiot sometimes. So it's like one o'clock and I was like, oh, and now I need, now everyone's gone. Now I need to unwind. So I watched like. You know, an episode of The Office or yeah, the American one is just kind of, you know, I so thought I'll watch an episode and I thought I was like, and I was just like, oh, God, so it was like maybe around two o'clock, half two, before I sort of like got up, before I basically got to sleep or went to sleep. And then, um, and I think I'd had late nights all through the week. So my Sunday run was hideous. It was mm -hmm. hideous. Mm -hmm. And it was like, 
But what did you expect? Uh, yeah, exactly. So it's like my body saying, well, what did you expect, idiot? You know, <laughs> just like, you know, like that's what you get. And I knew it. And I was sort of like, I was doing my run. Like, okay, this week I'm going to so, get better. A lot of people are just, uh, because you're in that state where like, you know, you're, you, you don't sleep enough and you eat crappy mm. food, you're underhydrated, mm. you're just constantly in that state. So that's mm. how you feel. You don't realize what's mm. the, what's on the other side. For sure. Start drinking some water, mm. eat some vegetables and um, like ex- sweat, like yeah. get out of breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do that, do that, for, do that for like eight weeks and you're going to, feel like a completely different human being yeah uh, yeah yeah it is amazing i mean uh you can't so, go back like when you're when you're if you're look up after yourself well hmm. um if i have like a pizza if i have like a couple of slices of pizza that'll wreck me for about really? four years because i'm so because i'm so because i'm so in tune to it i'm so hmm. in tune to it Mm. But it would just wreck me, it wrecked me for like 24 hours. Sorry, 48 hours. So, you know, you, you, you so kind of on that subject, but you know, you said, oh, that you're in tune with your body and and your mind as well to some extent. I think there's. Yeah, I understand that's a journey. I'm no, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. And, and, and I think that I think wisdom is being able to introspect without being negative. If, when you hear the word introspection, you know, there's a connotation that, oh, like you're, you're damning yourself, you know, you're, that you're, that you're, that you're somehow sort of degrading yourself in, in, as opposed to just analyzing what's going on. Um, but I think if you can do that, that is. And don't, and, and don't punish yourself for yeah. like, something bad happening or yeah. making a mistake. Or like yeah. The, I love making mistakes or really starts to. Yeah. Like, what's, what's the lesson? But well, I, th- I think, yeah, well, I think for you, I think you, you've obviously got a, this kind of, uh, you know, like an evolved mindset or, or a different mindset where it's like, you've got that freedom of mind that you like, if you make a mistake, then you get to figure out how you made the mistake and fix it and, and yeah, then kind of, learn from it, yeah, which is I the growth of, mindset you spoke about, right? Yeah, I kind of want to be uncomfortable. I don't really want to be, I don't want to feel comfortable. Yeah, comfortable like overall. Yeah, I know it's I live in a first world. No, I yeah, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I don't. I don't really want to. I don't really want to be feel like I I can relax. I want Mm. to want to be challenged. Mm. Want to be that's one. That's one of my biggest. um, That's one of my biggest challenges with uh, this last this whole lockdown thing. Like I, I, I miss being challenged, challenged mentally. Because, mm. like, obviously, I love all these people in the house. Mm. I can't really be challenged mentally by a six-year-old, a mm. eleven-year-old, a yeah, eight-year-old. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even my wife, I can run circles around mentally if I wanted to. Mm. Um, I'm gonna make sure she watches this. I'm gonna blackmail you. But, 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 but both ways, I'm sure she's got. She can. She can. She's got, obviously got ways of uh, manipulating me in the same way. They have their ways. Um, and physically, like I'm with like one one of the burdens of like taking care of your body is that it needs to be challenged. Yeah, um, you can't just like have a I can't just have a, a like a highly tuned body and then just like oh, I'm just gonna sit around and do nothing mm. with it. Mm. it. Needs to be challenged. Mm. How do you build How do you build that introspection? You know that that level of awareness that you speak about, like that inter- How do you build that? What's what what's 
how can you what can you give people that would be something that they can use that will help allow them to to look inside and I, I think, not uh, not turn it into some sort of negative thing you know what i mean yeah um i think when i'm probably an older and wiser man i have a better answer for you hmm. but uh spending time with yourself hmm. spending time with yourself hmm. like if not without your headphones in without a screen hmm. in your face you know like you see people going for a walk but everyone's going for a walk nowadays with headphones on yeah um Spend some time with yourself. I uh, that that's something I, I really love that. Um, and uh, I remember, um, you know, when I first started, kind of realizing, you know, that, that all started that I lost my dog, and then the day that I lost my dog, I must have walked around a one mile perimeter of a, of a forest. Must have done twenty miles. Must have done it, and I did it in jeans. And oh my god, my my chunky thighs were like shredded it was awful but so i realized and, and ali actually came and he helped uh look through the forest he was amazing you okay um, that's right that's cool um and um and i realized oh my god like even though i've been doing jiu-jitsu and you know kidding myself that i've got some sort of cardio, you know, zero cardio and that's when i sort of started so i think i was looking at some david goggin stuff and i was getting up at half five and just doing a couple of miles and you know just Plodding around, um, and I love what he says, and it really it it it, it suits my mindset. Do you realise he's, he's insane? Yeah, I do. But what I love, what I, but it, this this keys into what you're saying because he's like, I don't listen to music, so it's cheating. And I thought that's so ridiculously hardcore. But then I think you're relying on an external stimulus to motivate you. And, and so uh, I, as soon as I kind of got that, because I was listening to, I think, I think I downloaded, you know, something from YouTube, and it was like, uh, you know, like when they do these three-hour hip-hop mixes from the nineties or something like that. And I was listening to this, and it was all gangster. And I thought, no, I want to get rid of it, and I want to listen to my own breath. And it's like, it's like the beginning of that. It's not it, even okay. So you're you're kind of on the right track, but then you think even further. It's not you want to listen to your own breath. Hmm. You want to control your breath. Yeah. Yeah. How, how are you breathing? Yeah. So it was, where, it was, where, where, where are you breathing? Where are you, where is that breath going? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and building an awareness of that. But, but, but I could only do that once I deleted the distraction. I could only start that journey once I deleted the distraction of the headphones. That's why I, because I, I think, I think, if, I think weights is about the only thing that I'll sometimes listen to music with. But I think large, less, I can't remember the last time I went, oh, I'm going to go and lift some weights or I'm going to do something, you know, load-bearing exercise other than sort of like tabbing with a rock single wheel. I just never, I'll never, I never use it now. So, and, and, you know, because I'm going through the forest and plodding along and stuff like that. And I'm like, I want to, I want to be in this world. I want to feel the sensations on my face. I want to feel the cold and I want to, hear the birds i want to hear people i want to do, do you understand what I'm... his clothes are restricting let me take his clothes off and run uh, around the wood yeah <laughs> then somebody like a hit me with a trank gun um with a trank oh, gun. I've, got I've got weapons don't worry, that's fine weapons. yeah 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 i am a weapon but um so yeah there is that um yeah I, I wouldn't do that now i wouldn't do that and i think that 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 has definitely allowed me to 
with practice get an increased kind of like level of awareness and has allowed me to grow um i'm not saying i'm anything at running or or distance or or anything but by my own benchmark um you know it's allowed me to to uh understand myself so running is a good example what you're doing is a good example so what my my, so the mindset most people have is i need to get to the finish line and they'll just get to the finish line right which is capability well but but the what you should be focusing on is the process right of getting Mm. to the finish line so Mm. what's my um what's my running gate Mm. how many strides do i take a minute Mm. how how do i strike how do i strike the floor Um, what's my breath? How am I breathing? Mm. I'm doing with that breath. Where am I breathing into? What's my posture when I run? How do I hold my head? There's what, a, what, what are my hips doing? There's, there's a guy who I want to get on this uh, podcast. Uh, uh, Carl Russian is nicknamed Rushy. He, he was went from a big guy to running marathons and this and that. He's a great guy. Um, but he, because um, I, I, you know, I would, I think. Maybe about nine months ago, I was sort of posting my Sunday update, which was always post oh, really horrible, really horrible 40 miles. And, and, he, and he's, he's kind of said, like, just like, stop, look around, like be in nature, like stop trying to. And it's like, it's almost like that thing that you say with the overthinking. It's like, just, just be present, you know, like, just, just yeah. be present. If you're thinking about performance of your running, right? Mm. How how many strides does it take you to run 15 miles? Well, I know um, how how many I know how many strides it right, takes so you me. You don't know the answer, is that point? But like, mm. and, and, you, and, you, and I'm not I'm not fine trying to find the answer. But the, yeah. my, point, my point is the um, say it's like let's just say for instance it's a thousand. It's a thousand. It's a thousand strides. Right? Mm. That's, every stride is one repetition. Mm. So you should be focusing on each repetition. Mm. Mm. Like what's, what, what was like, a, so I can do this with my body. I'm like, I can completely analyze that repetition. Mm. How do I improve that next repetition? Mm. And when you're running, you're in motion. So I might not be able to, I might not be able to improve that repetition. On no, that. I understand what you're saying though. I, can, I, can, I might be able to improve it on, okay, five, every five, every 10. I can make improvements. I can make mm. adjustments, tiny little adjustments mm. on my, you know, how is my, am I just using it? Am I, just, am I too heavy on the inside of my foot? Am I not even yeah. using the outside of my foot? Um, is my, is my ankle lined up over my, over my foot properly so that I can propel myself forward? Is it, and if it's not, is it like tweaking my knee a little bit? And then it's tweaking my hip a little bit. Mm. Like, uh, is the alignment of my body and is the, is the mechanics of me, of my running, is it, is it perfect? Because mm. if it's not, and I'm not trying to make it perfect, mm. What am I doing? I'm just, yeah, trying, yeah. I'm just trying to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I, I recently I've been able to make, um, pardon the pun, pun intended strides forwards in those areas. And, uh, it's been, it's been really interesting to, and, and how I've done that. Your running has improved tenfold just by, just by focusing. Well, I've over the by doing this over the last three weeks, I've dropped nearly. I sounds I'm almost ashamed to say it, but nearly twenty minutes off my times for that distance. Just by focusing on what you're doing. By focusing on that, but also by walking. Mm. 
which is which uh, yeah, I was talking to somebody else about this today. It's if you, we're drilling the mechanics. Yeah. Like, you know, we've been around fight teams a long time, right? Yeah. There's a difference between the guy hitting the heavy bag and the guy practicing his technique on the heavy bag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? That's, that's a completely different thing, right? There's a difference between like, ah, hitting heavy bag and like, okay, am I like generating the power from my foot and it's coming out of my hip? Right. My body and sending it out. I'm drilling the technique. I'm drilling yeah. the technique so that when, so that when the competition comes, the yeah. technique just comes out. The technique yeah. just comes out of me. Like that's what you should be like. You're you have a you should take the same mindset. So you have a competition coming up, which is your, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry, I forgot what it was called, but the the name. Fan dance. Yeah. Um. So every time you go out for running now, mm. you're drilling. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're drilling. And mm. if you're not, if you're just going out and running. Then mm. you're it is absolutely spot on in what you're saying because um and it's so weird that it's taken me so long to realize this but you know so i'm going along and then i'm going like i feel more tired than i should be and i'm like if i delete the the fact that on my sleep and you know if i delete that out of the equation okay then it's like then i've got like a checklist arms am i lifting my in my am i lifting my feet my knees and and as my breath and it's like i guarantee if i'm if i'm really struggling it's because i've stopped moving my arms or i've stopped lifting my feet and then once i attend to the technique because it's like it's like in fighting um so i imagine you'll get yeah i was just going to say like you what, what, what it's when you when the two athletes get tired it's the person who's got that technique who can still apply that technique, which is going to mm -hmm. give them give them the outcome. Then it's exactly the same. Yeah, of course it is. Um, and that's what you should like your, all your training runs. That's what it is. It's training runs. It doesn't mm. matter. Who cares? It doesn't mm. it doesn't like if you like your time doesn't matter. Mm. Your time doesn't matter until competition day. Mm. 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 That's when it matters. Yeah. Training is practice. Yeah. Practice. And if you're not practicing, then you're just a hobbyist and you're wasting your time yeah and that's um and you're probably the first well kind of i guess only kind of pt type person that has kind of understood that delineation between practice I and mean, the only the first time i've read about that was was in um i think where the kettlebell with pavel and he talks about it's practice it's not you oh doing a workout it's you're practicing the technique. You know, these kettlebells are big, scary, dangerous things. You drop one on your foot, you've got broken toes. You, your arm wobbles, you know, you, you could smash your but skull what's in. The, what, what's the purpose? So, so like, let's call it a workout. So they work out for got an hour. You're dedicating an hour to exercising your body. What's the mm. purpose? What's mm. the purpose of the hour? Is mm. it just to get like hot and sweaty? Like it's a waste mm. of time. Um, what am I here for? I'm here to um, hone an attribute. Okay, what's mm. the attribute? Strength. Strength is probably one of the easiest ones. That's why people love it, right? It's easy to get strong. Um, so lift. A, say you you got a kettlebell and it's and whatever it weighs twenty mm. kilo, mm. and you can do um, six reps. But mm. the last three reps are a bit shit. Mm. You should just have done three reps. Mm. It's a skill. It's a skill. You should be. You mm. should just be drilling good technique as soon as the technique goes you're doing like detrimental it's, you're kind of damaging you can kind of 
potentially damaging your body and your your so drilling a bad technique why would you do that right yeah it's like like in jiu-jitsu why would you why would you drill a technique incorrectly yeah well, it doesn't make sense why, yeah why would you do it it's a, it's a waste of your time the whole thing yeah. is like <laughs> like life is just about uh, like time efficiency you've got mm. so much time this is how much time you're being given use it wisely so you're kind of that speaks to a lot of the idea of being really purposeful about what you're doing, right? Of course, of course. Why? Why would you not? So, is that something that you why take into your your daily practices of of you know, you know, physical culture, and 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 you is that something that you share with your with your clients? Um, you yeah, know, well, this... I want it to be efficient. I want it to be efficient. Like if they if they're like I want, I want the and I learned this with with the athletes. Hmm as well um you want them you want the most efficient least taxing mm. way of increasing an attribute you don't want to just do it because it's tough that's dumb yeah <laughs> like, yeah it's, it's got to be well, elegant there's no like the you know you know there's a tri there's a tribe of like people who lift weights and they're like we're tough because we lift weights no you're not you lift weights um <laughs> you can upset people like that i'm loving this is you can upset people go just go into your local aba boxing gym and then tell it then for like for like two weeks and then tell me how tough you are afterwards yeah exactly because yeah. you lift weights yeah um like don't just do workouts because they're tough that's dumb like you're just what's it what is that like you're, you're there for a reason mm. your reason to get stronger so mm. you've got an hour I want to use that hour in the most efficient manner to get the desired outcome. Mm -hmm. Not just to get like tired, mm. not just to be like, make myself feed my ego because like, I look how, look how tough I am. I got a thousand reps or a hundred reps. Mm. What did you get out of that? Tired. <laughs> I sprained a muscle. <laughs> what did you get out of that? Um, yeah, you want the and the, so that you get it from the athletes because, uh, so for instance, like an MMA athlete, right? That's the think about their workload. So we mm. both we both have been in this world, so we can talk about. Mm. Um, think about their workload. I'm talking about like I'm not talking about like a hobbyist. Mm. I'm talking about someone who like compete like a, a UFC level athlete, right? Yes, so much. how much stuff they have to do. They don't want to come and see a strength and conditioning coach. We have to do their strength and conditioning session, and it'd be hard. Mm. It shouldn't be hard. They've got they've got to do hard stuff all the time. Mm. They want they want they want to get fitter and stronger, and more mm. mobile, and whatever the attribute is they're trying to increase. Mm. You need to find the way, the most efficient way of increasing that attribute that it has the least amount of tax on your system. Mm. Not mm. the hardest way. Not the like let's just do a hundred deadlifts and a hundred burpees because it's hard. What but what does it achieve? Mm. What do you get out of it? Mm. Or like you, there's, there's a, you get a little bit um, of what mental toughness. I don't know, like what. Yeah, I guess. But like you're tough, what? And, like, tough, mental, tough, mental. tough and dumb. Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's a, it's there's a, there's a there's an there's like a, an art and a science. There's an art to it, isn't it? Like you could you could you could start your your journey with your running yeah if you if every single thing you did had a purpose you mm. get 
you get so much better so much quicker rather than just like okay i've got to go out and force my body to run, to run this distance and then when you get to the end you give yourself a pat on the back i got to the end hmm. but like what did you learn from that 15 miles yeah I'm, I'm just tired i did it it's in the bank i've got 15 miles in the bank yeah doesn't mean anything no that's right it doesn't yeah. mean anything it, it gives you the gives you a tiny bit of confidence that you can get you can get you can last 15 miles that's all it does so it's weird because uh one of the first weeks of recent times where i did have this kind of bit of a breakthrough was there was a deadline like i had to be home so i had to go and see my mum my mum's you know she lives on her own and she's got dementia so you know i needed to go and visit her and so i had that and that was like a back a hand at my back pushing me like i knew that i couldn't just take a leisurely plodding i had to actually bloody push myself and and that was the story i told myself not story that was my truth for that day i was like i don't want to let my mum down you know and so i used that i didn't think oh i'm going to use this as a cunning strategy but that was like i need to be back because i need to go over and see my mum kind of thing but that allowed me to access sounds pathetic speeds like oh access speeds i've never known before but actually by it made me like a mile and a half whatever faster or whatever but but it allowed me to tell my give myself permission to kind of usually i'm like when i for many months i've run within my comfort zone i've been running for ability ability not performance do you understand what i mean Mm -hmm. so where i've been like i just want to get it done I want to be able to do it as if as if I couldn't do it, like ridiculous, like as if I would be somehow I would just yeah just just mindlessly racking up miles in the bank yeah it's, rather than just going oh, I need to do this and I need to get it done and it and I and I it was it is yeah, radically different being outside of your comfort zone it's the, painful the the mindset is I want to make each rep better than the last rep yeah are you is it is you are you perfect. No, of course not. Is your, is your running is your running mechanics perfect? <laughs> no, no. Of so not. every repetition should yeah. be one step closer. To yeah, that, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting because um, uh, what I what I've discovered about myself that works for me is I just give myself an eight count, a quick eight count: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Man. I just repeated that for nearly, well, two hours, 40 or two hours, whatever it was. I just literally, I just repeated that in my mind, repeated that. And that was the thing that kept my feet moving. It's so weird. Like, but that just one thing, it's almost like a kind of meditation. I would just do that. And then when I start, I felt a bit tired, I would, I would like hook myself back into that rhythm. And uh, and and only that. And then my mind would wander. I'm like, no, 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 no. Back to this. And um, yeah, it was it was. And I was like, why does it take me this bloody long to to learn this? Or it's just so weird. Like you know that how sometimes you you can go and 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 I talk about this with with uh, people that you know that some people I don't really see things as plateaus. You know, like we're talking about like you you start to learn to do something. And then they'll go, oh, I've reached a plateau. No, you're not. You're consolidating. But I had to consolidate so much before I'm like, okay, now 
things happened and there's an, uh, an opportunity and now I have to push myself or I choose to push myself or whatever. But um, yeah, it's, it's just like, I don't know what, I think, I think that's always been a big deal. Like with the fighting and, you know, and, and, and lifting weights and stuff like that, it was, I always felt that fairly comfortable doing it, I guess. Um, no, I'm not saying I'm particularly good at it, but, but I think I was because physiologically I'm predisposed to, you know, that, as opposed to trying to travel longer distances. Well, there's definitely something in all of, all of the like physical activities that you've been drawn to are mm. punishing. Yeah. Aren't they? I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah. They're all, pun they're all punishing activities. Yeah. Yeah. Running is just as bloody punishing. God, my Was it? But I, th the, 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 I think a, a really good mindset I mean, I don't do endurance running, so mm. I have a ton of experience it. But if I did, my mindset would just be I would focus on each step. Yeah, that's rather, it. Rather than like, where's the finish line? No, because yeah, yeah. All yeah. those steps accumulate. Mm. Like you'll, well, you know, you'll be, oh, I'm, I'm finished. Absolutely. Just one, more, just one more step, one more step, one more step. Absolutely. I was, I was listening to a, uh, Rich Roll, and Rich Roll says that that's a technique. And I used that. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to keep this pace up to that lamppost. I'm just going to get, and I was like, you know, you're kidding yourself, but you still, it's still a strategy that works. And, you know, when I'm going up, you know, hills on a sort of on a trail and I know that I'm like, uh, and I'm like halfway up and then my body starts going, well, this sucks, right? How much more of this shit have we got to do? And then I'll look up and I'll be going, oh. I'm like, no, bring it down, bring it back to now. It's almost like a meditation, right? You know, when yeah, your mind you wanders, you're bringing it back to now. And if I bring it back yeah, to yeah. now, and, and I, I literally, and because obviously I wear caps a lot of the time and I wear caps when I run, I just kind of, I like, I'll have my cap. So I'm literally almost like blinkers, like a horse. Well, I'm, I can't see this depressing elevation that I've got to do. I'm only going to be looking at the next six feet in front of me. And yeah. that, that works. And I know it's a stupid little trick, but it, but it works. It gets me, it gets me up hills that I don't even know I'm going up a hill. Yeah, I just felt Focus on the next stride. Yeah. And sometimes, and, and, and I don't know what, what you'd say about this, but sometimes, even when, I, when my body is really tired, sometimes going up an elevation, going up a hill, it actually, I don't want to say feels good. That sounds a bit corny, but it's like it, I find it somehow sort of stimulating or it's like, that slight taxing of not like a real sheer incline, but going up something like that, it's because it's putting a, a different stress on my muscle than just running flat. It's somehow there's something that it's on. I don't know. I can't, I can't explain it. It's like, you know, like when you're lifting a weight and it's like, well, it's heavy, but it feels good. I, you know, help me out here. I, I, that's the kind of thing that I'm going with. Like, like it's, it's a, Oh, well, they talk about um, distress and eustress. So it's like it's a positive stressor. Like it's hard, but it's still, it feels good in a weird way. That's not I. A sense of achievement, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And to be able to do that is, wow, that's amazing. I think, you know, it's amazing. Um, are you still walking? Are you still walking? Because you, you are a big advocate of walking, aren't you? Yes, I still walk. Mm. Minimum of an hour a day. Minimum. So you must be you must be doing about four or five miles or something like that. I mean, are you just strolling I or? I don't know. I don't. Know. 
I know. I know you don't. I don't uh, know. That's... It depends. Because you've got a beach depends near you. It depends on how I feel during the day. Like, mm. just, yeah, some, some days the walk will turn into a run. Some days I'll do some sprints. Some days yep. I'll run up a hill. Some days yep. I'll just walk. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, it, it varies. Depends on depends on how much energy I've got. Mm. Do you know, do you, so, so if you, if you're feeling like lower on energy, will you manage your output accordingly? Just go, well, I'm going to do something, yeah. but not necessarily bust my shit kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, if I'm feeling my energy's low, my energy will be low because of something I've done in the previous day. Previous right? couple of days. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'll just walk. Just yeah. For a walk. Yeah. It is so underrated, man. Or to walk with someone, so you're having a chat. Yeah. Or, you know, you know, you've been out for a couple of hours, you've had a yeah. like this. Like, we, like, we could have been having this conversation while I was walking, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hours. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm looking for somebody to, I want to walk 30 miles. Uh, just want to see if I can cover it in a day. I'm pretty sure I can, you know, three. And, uh, I want to, I want to, but I don't want to do it on my own. I mean, I know I could do it on my own, but I just think it'd be more fun doing it with the bar. Be that hard to find somebody else to do that. I just need somebody that's prepared to listen to my bullshit for a whole day, you know, that kind of, that kind of uh, that kind of thing. But uh, I think, I think I've, I've now, I think I've twice recorded videos asking, say, if anyone wants to walk 30 miles with me, get in touch with me. I, I just I think I still haven't like uploaded them. I think I'd, I'd like, oh, I don't know, I feel a bit weird. It's about probably that. more impressive if you just did it by yourself, yeah. Um, probably learn more about yourself doing it by yourself that's true that's true that's true it's one fucking day it's not even that yeah it's great yeah yeah i don't want to i want to do it minimally as well so literally just like you know a sandwich isn't like a and just my water inside i don't want to i just don't want to bring anything anything that i don't need to bring you know i'm, I'm happy just to stick on us i think i'm just going to do it just, yeah, just, just take some more with you and just, just start walking. Up. Yeah, I love that. I love that thing about our mutual friend Dan Strauss, uh, who uh, he he sort of tells the tells a story. He was talking about doing farmers walks, and he just he picked up his bars and he just I just wanted to see how far I could walk with it, and he he walked quite far with it, and then he realised shit. Now I've got to go back with it. <laughs> I think you might be even be there because I know that you guys yeah. hang yeah, out with him. I haven't done like I've done like long carries and stuff in the past, but mm. I don't think I did that many. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, so what's your activities? What What are you focusing on at the minute for yourself? Um, I, I like martial arts at the moment. Mm. I'm doing lots of martial arts. I'm doing. Uh, Grappling, striking. Mm. I'm at it um, because tons of juice doesn't work when you get punched in the head, right? Um, it's off-putting, for sure. <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so I, I, I do that. And I actually find that alone is enough motivation to keep everything else in check. I think this is this is like one of the best motivators in this is why I do sports. This is why I think that just exercising for the sake of exercising is very, very difficult for anybody, right. even myself even myself, I'd probably find it really hard to motivate myself. Okay. 
Um, but if you're doing a sport, I want to be good at the sport. Mm. So everything ties in. My, my, my nutrition has to be right. My, mm. my sleep has to be right. Mm. Um, and it just so happens that the sport that I like doing, if I'm like, if I have a shit day, I'm going to get beaten up. Yeah. Um, but it could be anything. It could be basketball or tennis or whatever. Mm. Like, I don't want to lose. Mm. Or I don't want to get smashed or like mm. embarrassed. So mm. I need to make sure that I'm sleeping well. And I need to make sure that my body's well fueled. I need to mm. make sure that I'm hydrating. Um, so sport is a, one of the best ways to motivate yourself. Mm. Um, I think, which I think is kind of what you've done maybe in, in, inadvertently. You know, you didn't think that thought process mm. was the same, but you've like, okay, you set yourself a challenge and everything else in your life needs to line up your health, yeah. health wise so that you can achieve that, right? Mm. You couldn't just be like, you couldn't just be going and eating McDonald's and drinking beers and, and staying out late and still expect yourself to be able to do this run. Well, maybe um, when you're 20. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and to be honest, we were saying like how all the activities you picked are like quite punishing. That's part of it, right? It's that you need you. That's the motivation. That's the motivation, right? Like we back in the day when you used to do the tie box, and like you said, yeah. like you're like you can't go out on the piece on a Friday night when you got to go sparring on Saturday. No, that's not happening. You can't do well, that. well, you could. No, you could, but you know. You're probably going to end up with CTE in later life if you do that every week. Right? Yeah, no, that's right. That's it's not it's not a good plan. It's not a good plan. I, yeah, I, ne- I think when I was yeah, growing I, up, I, I could ne- I can I can never, you know, I sort of looked at guys that sort of went to the pub every night. I'm like, Jesus, like if you just trained like the same amount as you go to the pub, you, you, you know, you'd be this absolute monster, you know, but. Some people want it as a draw, don't they? It's weird. It's weird what people are drawn to. Yeah, I think, I think if you're like you want, like what we were talking about, like a capable body, yeah, for a long time, you kind of need to have a reason to do it. You need to yeah. have a reason to do it. It's, it's difficult that, just to be like, oh, well, I want to have a, I want to have a fit and capable body. I'm going to just exercise. Hmm. Um, it's not as motivating as twenty-five-year-old. So and so is gonna try and choke you if you. Uh, so you need to make you need to make sure you're like everything is in the in everything is in good shape. Um, so we, we, when and then I think as you get older, you have to probably be a bit more strategic about it. So I've got some things in mind. So this year, I tried out basketball last last year, and I'm I, I did it a lot. I put a lot of hours in. Um, I got all right, and I'm probably going to keep. I'm going to keep that skill up, but I think mm. the one I want to do is tennis. Mm. I'm starting out this year because mm. um, going forward, mm. you know, like it's social. It's a social sport. It's something I can do with my wife. It's something mm. we can join a club and we can. Mm. But again, like if I join the tennis club, motherfucker, you better get. You better be sure that I'm going to be winning. I'm the top of the. I'm going to be the top of the league. Mm. Um, <laughs> Like that's my motivation. So like mm. all the other, all the other you know, forty-year-olds who are joining the tennis club and they're playing with their wife on the Saturday. Mm. It's a motherfucker like me who's training five days a week. He's eating right. He's sleeping right. He doesn't drink. Mm. When it comes to game day on Saturday, mm. you're, you're bringing win. it. Oh, well, that's nice the difference. Isn't it? I, shake your, I shake your hand, but I get to go home with the trophy. Yeah. So you've got a strong competition mindset then. I think that's what motivates. That's, it's what it keeps everything. It keeps everything else in check, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, 
yeah, it's so weird. Like, um, I mean, over the years I've noticed that if my training's on point, everything else seems to fall into line. Mm. You know, it's because it's like those things kind of line up behind that. Mm. Uh, if I have, you know, because I mean, I've, I've had, uh, you know, quite a few years where I've just had terrible, talking specifically about jiu-jitsu, it's just been awful. You know, because it's like maybe once a week because of work or, mm. and it's just like, oh, shit, you know, maybe one, one week I can't go. And then, you know, maybe out of four weeks, I might have trained three times. So that's how it's been for like the last couple of years. And I was just like, it's just trash. But, you know, on the weeks that like I'm there like two or three times a week, I noticed this. And I think I said something to our mutual friend, Chris, Chris Hearn. I'm like, my mental, my sense of well-being, if I'm training jiu-jitsu three times a week, is just phenomenal. Yeah. You, you, know, probably, you probably don't even aren't conscious of it. But if you know that like, okay, I've got, it's booked in a way if I'm doing three mm. training sessions this mm. week. Like, like I said, everything you'll, you'll eat better. Mm. You'll, you'll make sure you go to bed early the night before. Mm. Um, you'll be drinking your water, all that mm. stuff. So everything yeah. just like everything, everything tightens up. And obviously, you know, in the grand scheme, it's going mm. to feel better. Absolutely. Um, so look, um, what? Uh, so this thing that I'm doing on this podcast gets to this point. And uh, I want to put people kind of on the spot a little bit. Um, not really, but just say, what advice would you give people? In what regard? Well, you heard the question. <laughs> See what I mean? It's a bit of a dick move. It's a bit of a shit question. No, but... no, it's not, it's not. Um, I think we've kind of covered it. What, what my advice that, would, No, that's... that's be, come on, Andy. That's would not be, Would be... <laughs> embrace a growth mindset embrace a growth mindset okay. don't um don't have a fixed mindset in anything in any aspect of your life um mm. because everything can be improved upon mm. anything can change at any moment mm. um at any age and at any with any like form of disability or whatever like you're capable of doing so much more than you can possibly imagine mm -hmm. you just applied yourself mm -hmm. um so like for instance the tennis thing like i said i'm going to start playing tennis this mm -hmm. year like i'm i'm fully aware that i'm going to be terrible at tennis mm -hmm. guess how good i'm going to be in five years guess mm -hmm. how good i'm going to be when i'm 50 mm -hmm. i'm going to be pretty fucking good mm -hmm. um yeah. do you map it out that far are you like well i know i'm going to do the skill and i know that i'll Yes, I, I don't map it out that far, but I map, I, like, I'm not going to start a skill that I don't want. Or well, you're not going to quit a skill, more to the point. Yeah, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to like, I'm, but so I'm, it's very calculated in which skill I try mm. to acquire. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to okay. just suddenly decide I'm going to um, quit. I don't know, scuba diving or something. Yeah. Something like that I'm not interested in right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to waste my time with like, a, mm. I've got, it's like you, you heard me explain it. Like it's quite thought out. The reason I'm going to start tennis is like more. It's, more, it's not just like I like tennis and and uh, I want to beat people at tennis. No, it's no, no, it's not. It's the it's the at this stage of my life, I can see that it's going to bring a lot to my life. Mm. It's going to be a social. It's going to be one. It's going to be a big social aspect for me. I'm mm. going to meet new people. It's going to be networking, uh, but mm. also through the process of just getting good at tennis. I'm going to stay fit. I'm mm. going to, I'm probably going to become more agile. Mm. Uh, 
and going to you know all this all it, like it's a it's a new sport so all mm. of the attributes that I'm going to develop from the new sport is is good uh, I'm going to get mm. plus all of the I mean the the real one for me was the social one and the, the, I think the two the two kind of sports that most people do when they get older is golf which mm. doesn't really interest me mm. um, and tennis seems to be something that you see a lot of people in old age are still mm. able to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm aware of that. Like, I look, I, like when I'm, like I look at older coaches, like older sportsmen and stuff, I'm like, uh, I'm always wary of like the coaches who have had double hip replacements. Yeah. And they're, a little, they're a little bit out of shape now and mm. they've got bad backs and stuff like mm. And it's usually the weight lifting guys. It's usually the guys, it's usually the, it's usually the coaches from the weight room, right? None of none of them none of them in their fifties and sixties are in good shape. Yeah, none of them. None there of was them. I, I, where did I read something that was saying like that um, like collegiate wrestling in America, like the 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 you know obviously their methods are to create these amazing explosive dynamic kind of wrestlers, but it's like those coaches know that they've got those guys for two or three years, so it's like yeah. they don't yeah. really give a shit about. Yeah. The impact it's going yeah. to have on their body. Those guys are incredible when they're like 19, 20. Mm. But by the time they're late 20s, they're mm. car, car salesmen with bad backs. Yeah. Wow, that sucks, man. That really sucks. I don't want that. But like, the reality is, you know, as you get a bit older, like, I want to I want to enjoy myself for a, till I'm 100. What's the phrase? Have you ever heard this phrase? It's like, who wants to live to who wants to live to a hundred hundred and i say ask any 99 year old you know it's mm. like like the closer you get the more you think oh you know i want to yeah, so i think i think this is why we're talking about this like i think i think that you have to be strategic about the activities you choose to pursue yeah like, i'm not going to suddenly take up boxing yeah you know? yeah yeah start getting 40 year old and start getting punched in the head for the next yeah. 20 years. No, no 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 i'm, I'm going to play tennis I'm yeah, I'll play tennis. I'm going to go to the join the tennis club. I'm going mm-hmm. to go and hang out afterwards in the in the in the, in the country club, and I'm going to talk yeah. to you know what I mean. Like I'm just going to be strategic about what it is that I'm going to get good at. Yeah. So um, so you've given us uh, foster a growth mindset, be strategic about what you do. What else? Give me one more thing, and I know you got this. For the life advice. Uh, it doesn't have to be. It just I just said, give us some advice. You need to say that again because your internet crapped out. Drink you know, water and sleep more. Yeah, drink more water and sleep more. I just that. Cut out. You're, 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 you're trying to play the. No, I think I think the uh, having a growth mindset is huge. It's like. Yeah. I feel like uh, I feel like uh, that is a, yeah, that's a big thing for me. I feel that's a big thing. Like like anything that I'm anything that I you know, as you're on a journey, you come across a, you come across something I can't do or I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I have I have the capabilities to fix that. Mm. I can I can understand something and I can learn it and I can better it at any mm. stage of my life. Nice. Um, like we like we early on the conversation, we we're talking about um, like providing for yourself and resources. Yeah, we talked about like 
basic economics or whatever it was like you don't learn that in school and like you said most people will just hack like not even happily just like mindlessly work nine to five mm. on the treadmill of life and go through school university have a wire get married have kids get into a job and the, the only focus is i need to get to retirement age with enough money that i can enjoy myself mm. but that's actually like some people's mindset mm. like I'm, I'm not going to start enjoying myself. I can enjoy myself when I retire. Yeah, well, just before I die. 60. Can have a great five years. Like, like, I don't want Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I mean, what's the life expectancy uh, for, for men? It's not, it's not even that. It's like 80-something. Not with a suicide rate, um, and it is. It's very nice. Well, it probably ties into the whole problem, right? Yeah, for sure. I, 100%. Um, I where, think, where, uh, go on, sorry. It's, it's, that, it's just that mindset. It's just like I don't need, I don't need to rely on. I mean, one thing for me that baffles me about people who have jobs is you are. So you work for someone else. You're you're literally one decision away from being bankrupt. That, mm. that like I'm your boss. I just decide that uh, I want to save some money this year, so I'm gonna. You know, we're going to just get rid of three people. Mm. Mm. Like you're, you're like I don't want to have my my whole existence in the hands of somebody else. It's like that, yeah. You can just do it, like, and they don't care. You're mm. not like, especially corporations. Especially yeah, like, you're a resource, aren't you? Yeah, you work for a big company, mm. like a number. Mm. Um, you know, you work for Tesco's or whatever. You work in the office. Mm. You know, you like like a. Like a in in the hierarchy of the of the company, I'm doing quite well. But you can just like go. On. Mm. Then what are you gonna do? Yeah, you spent your you spent forty forty five years. You're, do you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna go out and look for another job. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's not very smart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, um, yeah. Just uh, yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to take care of myself. Mm. Fantastic. Look, um, how can people? I, I know they said that you're not taking on clients, but I'm sure you're more than happy to speak to people and uh, all that kind of happy mess. Um, how can people reach you? It's they not can't. Cool these days, is it? You just yeah. got to go and speak. You just got to go into the internet and just like search for me, and there'll be. Mm. Uh, I'm on. I'm on Instagram. I don't yeah. really been using it recently mm. very much. Uh, is it villains that they're using more? Is it? Or? Yeah. Uh, I'm not on. Yeah, villain strength because more will be revealed in the coming months. But yeah, that's going to be that's part of my business. It's like a, it's like an app. Okay, it's fantastic. Be, I don't want to talk about it yet, but yes. Hmm. Yeah, there's, there's there's something down the line there. Um, yeah, I don't think it's not hard to find people nowadays, is it? Yeah. Like, if I want to speak, if you, you want to speak to me, then uh, no, and I'll, I'll make sure that I I stick a I stick a link to your stuff. Um, there, um, man, thank you so much. I'm sorry about the technology stuff uh, that I've had going on. It's just been so, uh, so jarring, but um, hopefully we'll have had something here. I mean, this this you man, you're, you're paying it too much. Um, you're going to be able to put out uh, and there may be some visuals to it it may be not 
Mm. Um, and again, it's part of your process in this whole podcast thing. Right? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Gonna, Thanks for that, man. Don't, I appreciate don't, it. Don't, don't, don't just go, oh, well, it didn't work out. The, the technology didn't work out very well. Like, yeah. what do I need to do? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe I need to learn from the mistakes. No, absolutely. Listen, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, thanks. Like I said, you know, you've certainly been impactful, you know, on my life. And uh, and I thank you for that. And um, and I'm sure you are impactful on the lives of other people. Um, and so that's a good thing that you're doing, my friend. Yeah, good. Yeah. Like I said in the original, I don't really pay any time in my mind like mm. what other people how i'm perceived no i know and i think that's a big deal actually i think yeah, i think probably if i did then i would probably do less yeah 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 absolutely yeah you're like oh yeah no i think that's good you you know you're you're free of those chains so listen thanks a lot andy really appreciate you buddy and uh yeah let's stay in touch and talk soon yeah, nice nice i like what you're doing it's good thanks mate